everybody. Welcome to episode 53 of Cyber Bullies Podcast. I'm Ken the Worst Game, joined by... Kyle Reese And... Audrey Lee. The A-Train. For, <laughs> for anyone that missed episode 52, it's up on iTunes, all your other, other podcasting sites. 52, we watched Felice Navidad, which was a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm still in re when I had to re-listen to it to edit. I couldn't believe how you guys were real Mario Lopez stands. Mm-hmm. I think he just looks terrible. Well, I his still hair... the hair was yeah he was Eddie Monster. It was yeah. brutal, and he had a lot of work done. I, again, melt the candle. Had as much work done as you're implying. What's a lot? Like like, like at I... least his face moved. Did it? His forehead. He definitely had Botox, and I think he's been pulled back or something because like mm-hmm. right here. Right, it gets you here. It gets you here. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it just looked like like globular, like it just been like manipulated a bunch of times, mm-hmm. and it's like when like on um when the guy gets calf implants on fucking MTV show True Life. Uh, sure, it just looks like mushy. Like it just could be mo- you can just push it around if you want to. Like he can get up in the morning and be like, "Well, my face should be more like this." He just goes, "If you hold it for twenty seconds, it'll stay." <laughs> okay. So he's like silly. Putty okay, face. yeah, yes, okay. perfectly put. Yeah. He is a silly putty. What candle. are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of things in this show, I don't know. We talk a lot about plastic surgery. Well, the say. movie, it, the movie was just not a movie. It was just a right. series of ice cream scenes. <laughs> Free it, ice cream. It did feel like at the end it would be like sponsored by the National Ice Cream Association, right, yeah, like, <laughs> or, or like I, the I, National like Antique Toy <laughs> Collective or something. <laughs> boy, what was it? Oh, boy in a, in a circus, circus boy. Circus boy, boy on, on a horse. Circus boy on horse. Yeah. Circus boy on horse. I believe it made me laugh a lot, and but because it's been three weeks, I have no idea. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh, not good, and don't watch it. No. Okay. So the movie we chose for episode fifty-three is 2018's *The Girl in the Bathtub*. This stars Jason Patrick as Chuck. <laughs> he was, of course, in *The Lost Boys*. *Sleepers*. *Sleepers*. Great movie. I was thinking of that when I was doing uh, research for this. We're going to have some sleepers. Oh, uh, yeah. Sleepers is great. Bacon? Sleep, sleepers, a fun trivia fact that no one cares about. When I moved into college, 1996, mm-hmm. before you could get like real, we had like sort of quasi cable. So we had like yeah. four or five. We had like MTV, USA, and some other things. But we also had a campus movie channel. Mm. And it was just somebody would put in a tape. And oh, just, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like so that. it was the same four movies. So all it was like day. closed circuit almost? Exactly. Yeah. So it was the same four movies every day, all day for the entire semester. I saw Sleepers a hundred times. Yeah, because it was good. on. It was on every day, twice a day. So and you know, yeah, yeah. I was. It, it's very rewatchable. It's not like I was really. going anywhere or doing good anything. Good cast. Oh yeah, it's great. It's, yeah, it's really good. It's, I mean, it's sad. It's but a depressing it's, movie, right? But, but it's, it's good. You seen Sleepers, Audrey? Yes. Great dynamite dropping. dropping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This also stars Caitlin Stassi. Stacy Stassi. She looks so familiar, and yet I she's not in anything. I've Julia heard of. Law. She's in a bunch of Lifetime and B movies. Okay, so, so that's probably she had that look. Movies, yeah. I gotta say, she was really well cast in the like kind of almost hot, but not really. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, like, yeah, like in real life, she's probably very beautiful, but they they managed to make her. They seem, did. They played perfectly between attractive enough at the office, like office attractive, and fucking nuts. I thought that was good casting. And, and that was really it. I mean, oh, what do you think of that? Does that make any sense to you? No, not in the slightest. Okay, okay. there really is nobody else in this that's of mer- of merit. No, there's all... no other real characters besides Neil, who hasn't Neil, been in really anything, and a little bit of the other the ex boyfriend. Yeah, ever, Paul. They want Paul. her to date. Right? Yeah, can't believe I remembered that. Yeah, it, that's really it. Yeah, so, there's not a lot of. Uh... What else do you got for us, Doctor? Well. 
got to get in your way back machine. It's going to take a second though, to, to get it warmed up, as, <laughs> you know, obviously. Cuz you know, there's there's a lot of songs on the Cyber Bullies playlist just FYI. So while you're while you're finding plutonium, <laughs> I th- was hoping based on the first scene that this was a found footage movie, but it's not. See, I had that exact feeling. I was like, "Ooh, this is going to be way more interesting than I thought." We're going to see it through like these clips on phones and right. webcams, yeah. which is what they should have done. Well, we'll get into it. First, we got to go back in time. All right. <laughs> Tolerance just immediately went away for Huey Lewis. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so got a few things here. Uh, we're gonna start with music. So I'm gonna give you four songs mm-hmm. that are all about bathtubs or taking baths. <laughs> okay, and you're gonna tell me which one charted the highest on the charts. Okay, okay, yep, okay. So we got the Trash Men, Bird Bath. Oh, mm-hmm. split split. We're gonna get there. Don't worry. <laughs> From 1963. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I could. I was gonna pull these out. I just didn't have time. But if you want to hear it, I can hear it. I'm curious to see what happens when I put in bird bath as a search term. Oh, came, came right up. Hmm. Came. So th- they also had a whole bird-themed album. So there's a lot of... They have a hit. I can't remember which one. Sounds like every song. Yeah. This would be like a generic song and a sketch. Like about the 60s. This song is called Bird Bath. Yeah, obviously. So this is just like uh, the other bird song uh, from Full Metal Jacket. Is it this one? No, Surfing Bird. Yeah. Just, that's them. That's this. Yeah, that's them. So they have multiple bird songs. But the other one was the same thing. Yeah. I'm just letting you know. Oh. This is one of your options, okay? Okay. The Trash Man with Bird Bath from 1963. All right. Uh, Bobby Darren, Splish Splash. I think you know that yep. song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fudged a little here. Rubber Ducky. Okay. But it did chart. So, but it's about taking a bath. Um, and then uh, Lemon Jellies uh, in the bath. They are a British uh, dance duo. I'll see if I can pull that up for you. It's called what? In the bath. Okay. But they are apparently quite were quite popular in the uh, London club scene. So you know, as I learned, is it on the Billboard charts. Yes, this is the Billboard charts. Uh, let's see. Oh, hmm. Let me jelly. Can I find his direction? Maybe not. So you have Bobby Darren, Rubber Ducky, The Trash Man, and then Lemon Jelly in the bath. In the bath. It's not coming up. So, Audrey, why don't you go first? I think the obvious answer would be Splish Splash. Yeah. I mean, it seems like the obvious answer, right? But It does, and I know that Kyle purposefully does this, mm-hmm. but I'm just going with it anyway. Bobby okay. Darren. Okay. okay. I'm going to go with the Trash Men. You're both wrong. No, it's Bobby <laughs> Darren. Oh. <laughs> number three. <laughs> uh, Rubber Ducky got the number 16 in 1970. And Birdbath did not chart, neither did <laughs> in the bath. <laughs> I think that people were, were tired of the trash man. <laughs> this is uh, In the Bath by Lemon Jelly. Gotta wait for the, the drugs to kick in. Yeah, were they like a 
Chemical Brothers type? I think so. I think it was just like a dance. Gotcha. What year? Crew. Two thousand. This is oh, perfect. Really? Oh really? Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. It was a little more like Eastern than I would have guessed. Let's skip ahead. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see when the when it drops. Nope. Okay. Oh, okay. I found it. This is all right. Yeah, like you're like a hot topic. Right. <laughs> you're Claire's. Getting your ears pierced. Yeah, you just you just had a big pretzel at Antienne's. Mm-hmm. Cinnabon. Like, yeah, I mean, well, but Cinnabon's hard for shopping. It doesn't matter. It makes a mess. Do you eat it with your hands? What do you eat it with? A fork. You fuck, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you eat it with? A fork. Okay. And no. my hands. I mean, yeah, yeah depending. It's, come on. Don't be an asshole. All right. Um, so for movies, we're going to do the highest grossing Jason Patrick movie. Mm. So I'm going to give you his, uh, I, I guess his most famous five movies. Like sure. When I, I, I was actually, considering I know who he is. Yeah, he, he's not in a lot. He's really. not in a lot of movies. No. Not in a lot of big movies. And I think this might, is going to come back around for Celebrity Net Worth, right. but oh. it was I was surprised. So uh, just in order of release, Solar Babies. The Lost Boys, mm-hmm. Rush, mm-hmm. which I like. Yeah, it's a good movie. That's based on a true story. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I did not recall that, that at all. No, yeah, the woman who wrote she wrote, wrote a book about her actual you know experience because uh, they're undercover cops. Yeah, they're hooked on heroin. Yeah, right? and then they get hooked on drugs and start yeah. faking <laughs> arrests and things, yeah. planting evidence. Um, and of course, Speed Two: Colon Cruise Control. Right. So, which of those made the most money? Solar Babies, Lost Boys, Rush. I mean, Super I have my answer. Speed to Cruise Control. Mm, sure. I'll say Lost Boys. Uh, speed 2, definitely. You're both wrong. Really? No way. I was shocked as you are. Sleepers. 53.3 domestic. Now, I didn't do international. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. sure. Cruise, speed 2, Cruise Control, 48.6. Not great. No, not great. Probably they made it, probably made it the first weekend and no one went to see it. <laughs> Lost Boys, 32. So It's good. For, I'm, sure, yeah. I'm sure the budget was nothing on that movie. Yeah. No, that was a gigantic hit. Um, Rush, 7.2 million. And then Solar Babies, 1.6 million. <laughs> Which I, I kind of thought it would do better because that movie Ugh, has kind of a cold. I know, but you know. It, it, cult means that it was famous after. Yeah. I guess. I just feel like that's a movie I would have seen if I had been 16 in 1986. Yeah, but you're you. I don't think so. We saw everything, though. That yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. To be fair, and I have seen Solar Babies many times. I know you have. That's the, is that the one they're on rollerblades? <laughs> like the saddest skates? thing in the world. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So this has nothing to do with anything to mm-hmm. do with the movie. It just was a fun thing I thought of. So okay. we're gonna play it. Um, actually, I, I have a theme song. I'm pull, pull it up. <laughs> um, I didn't actually get it on the Cyberbullies playlist. I mean, this could have been any song really for this, but I just this one seemed more fun. Rat? Yeah. Or round and round. What is the it's theme? Not, neither. Oh. <laughs> so we're going to play a game called Hairband or Hairband. So is okay. this the name of a hairband or a company that makes hairbands, a.k.a. <laughs> hair ties? Okay. Okay. Out of the street is where we'll meet. Okay. <laughs> or both. So it could be both. It could be a name that is both. Oh, wow. All right. I like this. Okay. Yeah, this is how my brain works. So. <laughs> what was the tie into the movie? There's there none. none. Okay. That was my point. There is none. Okay. We just needed a third thing, and this is what we're doing. Okay. So we're here to deal with it. Um, okay. <laughs> These are always fun. 
Uh, I laugh every time, regardless of what the <laughs> answer is. Contraband. <laughs> <laughs> That's a band. <laughs> I'm going to go both. It is a band. Damn it is a <laughs> band. Uh, and again, no pre-production today, so it'll take me a second to pull this up. I tried to pick stuff that you maybe didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that was a real no. band. Let's see but... if this is the. Let's see. Oh, this is contraband. Yeah, with their song "Wildlife." W Y L. Sure. L Y F E. Nope, just L I F E. It's not bad. Sounds more even like garage rocky than. Uh, I, w- I don't know if I call it hair metal, but you know, it's too fast. Okay, it's this not is, bad. Yeah, this is actually kind of like Sunset Strippy, though. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Goody. Hair ties. Hair ties. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most famous hair tie brand. I figured yeah. out you would know that. The only one I could name. <laughs> yeah. I thought maybe I'd get you out of both there, but yeah, both. Okay. Kitch. K I T C H? Correct. Damn. <laughs> I'll go hair tie. I will too. You're both correct. All right. Dangerous toys. Oh boy. You go first. <laughs> hair band. Yeah, band. Dangerous toys are hair band. I thought maybe I'd get you again out of both there. Just because <laughs> it felt it felt I thought you might know that band. That's the most famous one on here for sure. You're both correct. <laughs> Love and show. L O V L O V E in Show love in like L O V I N S H O W. Oh, okay, love in show. Yeah, sorry, love in show like McLovin, but right, like a love in, yeah, if you wanted to do it that way, <laughs> or just like uh, loving but without the G. I'll go both oh. hair, hair, what hair tie. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, you're going hair tie, hair tie, okay. It is a hair tie. Oh, damn. Yeah. I was going to go lean band on that one. <laughs> uh, Tangier. Like the casino and casino? Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, I love it. First. Band? Both. It's a band. It's a band. Wow. I know. I'm falling apart. <laughs> That's okay. We'll get to Celebrity Network. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I, we have to have games in here. You can't win. No, it's fine. Um, Tina Tor. T-E-E-N-I-T-O-R. That's got to be a tie, right? I was leaning band. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm going to go hair tie. I'll be, go band. So I it is a hair tie. Nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bunzy. B-U-N-S-Y. B-U-N-Z. Of course. <laughs> I'm going hair tie. Can I, can I just tell you, I have like, I have way more than this. Like, oh, yeah. I, I'm only going to do 10, but I have like 30. I'll go band. Hair tie. Hair tie band. It is a hair tie. I thought the ZEE would throw you off to make you think it's a band. It yeah, seems like a band. But name. a bun, like. Right. Right. Like bun heads. Exactly. Steel heart. Band. Band. It is a band. Last one. Black and blue. Band. Both. <laughs> it is a band. <laughs> Which boats do you have? <laughs> there were none. I just wanted to follow. It was just there to throw you off. It was, I figured it was too easy without it. All right. That was hairband or hairband. We'll let contraband take us out. Yeah.
if they just would have leaned in to more grunge on this, I feel they could have been something. Better. And it could very well be there's more than one contraband, and that's just a different band. Like, I really don't know. I don't know. But I'm playing it anyway as if it's real. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah, we got to come. We got to come back from where we were in time. Just forgot. We're all over the place. I know. This is just a lot going on today. The trash men, birds, hair bird bands. Bathroom. It's I had to do something with this movie. Hair clearly. Ties. Clearly had to do something. This movie was good. I don't know what. I mean, I guess it could be good as a, as a relative. Well, considering what we watch. <laughs> yeah, I see. Would what you you're rather saying. watch this or Felice Navidad? Okay, I'll give you this one. Yeah, it's definitely better made. I think we can agree on that. Like as a movie, it is. It mm-hmm. is. It, it has all the. It has all the elements of a film. <laughs> <laughs> Felice Navi Dad really, uh, to your point earlier, really does not. It's a. Uh, it's a giant mess. All right. Big ice cream made Felice Navi. <laughs> yeah, it's like the ice cream industrial complex. <laughs> now that's a hairband. <laughs> um, all right. So Audrey Lee, kick us off. Take us into. Oh, you know what? Actually, let's do this first. So. T- do, tell the real story. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, give some if whatever you know of the background because I don't know the real story. Because part of my frustration with the movie was that it left out some things that I thought were uh, seemed really interesting about the story. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I didn't rehearse this at all. Um, no, no, that's fine. Uh. So this comes from a true story about a girl that was found in the bathtub of one Chuck Perito, who at the time was a bigwig attorney in Philadelphia. Um, and uh, this came to my attention because he was running for Philly DA. Right. So, like, he's he was like like the guy who is now the district attorney. He was a, a defense attorney who was running for. Di- so, like, that was already interesting, and he's pretty well known, yeah. right? Like, I I'd never heard of him, but you know. Yeah, and it got big because on his campaign website, there is a section called "The Girl in My Bathtub." <laughs> Right, and so, it goes massively off the rails from there. On his election website, he had a whole tab. Still does, by the way. <laughs> and also, then had what was it like an hour long video explaining how he didn't kill her? Yeah. None of that is in the movie called "The Girl in the Bathtub." <laughs> right. And in fact, he's barely really in it. It's yeah. so like I thought the movie was about him, not her. I know it's called "The Girl in the Bathtub," but. I thought the whole thing was going to be told through him trying to defend himself mm-hmm. and like hiring a lawyer. Because they don't make him seem guilty at all. No, no. it's it's very it bizarre. Do you, do you feel he he wasn't? He wasn't. Yeah. So was the ending of, of this movie what they think really happened? I mean, there's a lot of you know voiceover. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean oh, like I how questions. she died. Like, how she died? They... Yeah, I mean like. Autopsy was that she was yeah, uh, had in the like bath, had a seizure, mm-hmm. and drowned. drowned. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because she went cold turkey, as we heard numerous times. That I don't know. I didn't uh, read the full Audrey, article. Please. I mean, I, Just... it, it, there was a paywall. Oh. <laughs> was it Philadelphia Inquirer? Yes. Yeah. I, know, I know they have a paywall because I'm trying to read flyer stuff. It's like, yeah. Jesus, no I one know, likes your honestly. stupid fucking newspaper. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Philly trash. Yeah, but um, he, he, there, there are things about the, that the movie also didn't address, like how he, uh, like the day after she died or a couple days after she died, he posted on her Facebook like she was a wonderful human being. But in his campaign website, he tries to distance himself as much as possible right. from her. He's like, we were dating for six weeks. I barely knew her. Oh, they, that's not how they made yeah. it seem in the movie. Exactly. 
this is why it was making me insane watching it was like when are they going to get to the scandal part which is Mm -hmm. that this guy was her boss they were dating and then went way out of his way to claim his innocence (laughs) it's so funny because they touch on that in the beginning they say like because he gets the call from the uh cleaning woman Mm -hmm. saying and then they kind of like touch on how like they start with him being interviewed Mm -hmm. yeah and they're like, oh, I'm like, oh, okay, so he he's trying to cover this up or something. But then if they like right. totally go away from because that. that was all the whole reason we did this movie was because of him. Yeah, because we, we knew the story. We're like, he's oh, crazy. Right. We're like, oh, this is gonna be great. It'll be a whole movie about how this guy's nuts and trying to cover up this murder. And then that's like not even four percent of the movie. No, the movie's about alcoholism. Right. Yeah. Boring. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Can you angle your mic just slightly oh, more that sure. way? That's oh, right. Or, or move your head. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, no, I, I, <laughs> like, I think if you guys didn't know the story, you probably would have liked the movie better. Correct. This is what I'm saying. But what's inter- the only reason it's even a movie is that she's the girl in the bathtub of the guy running for district attorney. Like, no. Nope. Yeah. Well, they didn't even say he's running for district. Attorney. No, this was after. No, he actually ran recently, so he was not oh, running okay, at sorry. the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But the, so the only reason is he was in a famous person, relative, yeah. you know, local yeah, celebrity, local, right, right, right. Which he points out in his on his website, like if she had died at any of her other boyfriend's houses. This wouldn't be a thing, <laughs> right? It's true, and, but but that's just so frustrating because like that's what a lifetime movie should be is about that guy, yeah. not about this. Like, and you have Jason Patrick, mm-hmm. correct? So this is the other part that was totally fooling me is like the biggest star in the thing, the guy who made the most money and probably the reason it got made is barely in it. Yeah, it, it's so bizarre as a way to tell the story that yeah. is. And, you and know, like I, I'm like not I, trying to like denigrate this woman's no, memory, like but, like I told you before. Even Audrey got here. Like this movie is Groundhog Day. The same thing happens over and over. It was, long. which is what. I, see, Kyle <laughs> thinks they didn't know what they're doing. I think that was the point. Was they were making this is what an alcoholic's life is like. No, I think you're right. I, yeah, I, I shouldn't say they didn't know what they're doing. I feel like they they got given this real interesting story and then decided and with a real actor, right? Mm-hmm. And we're gonna make it into this story about alcoholism and like mental health. Well, they blamed her, right? And in doing so they told the story through her, right? So they have her doing the voiceover. Yeah. Which makes no sense. Like, it just... It, like, if you listen to the voiceover, she acts as though she doesn't know how it ends. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, but you're the person who died. Mm-hmm. And you're the only one who knows what happens. But you're telling it like it's a mystery. And then, like, she's surprised at the end that that's how she died. Like, it's... It makes no... The, the voiceover is wildly illogical. And it made me insane. Yeah. You don't need it, number one, because it doesn't help at all. Yeah, they. I mean, they really leaned on it at the end. I I feel. Yeah, um, I, I hate. I hated the voiceover. It because it just didn't add anything, and it just confused things. Yeah, she's like, well, maybe it was this. I was like, well, is it? Are you a dead person telling me your own story, or are you like a narrator who's just awesome? I think in the voice she's of the lady? supposed to be the watcher of the movie. Owatu. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I I don't know. I really liked it, but. I could see why if it, you knew the story, you're yes. frustrated that it's not about Jason Patrick. And character. I'm not even saying I didn't like it. I actually thought everybody was good. I thought her performance yeah. was great. Yeah, like, she was for really one of these good. movies. I thought Patrick was great. Yeah, in he it. was. He okay. Well, I have a couple things for both of them, but I give what we usually watch. I just don't understand why have that voiceover of the person who knows what happened acting like they don't know what's happening, telling you the story. Like the whole point of the omniscient narrator is they know what happens. And that's what's interesting about mm-hmm. them telling you is how they tell you the story. Mm-hmm. Not whether they know, not that they get to the end and go, 
but I wonder what happened. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's whoa. Fair. That's like, fair. Oh. okay, all right. And there are times where it's just like, well, maybe it was Paul. Blah blah blah. And it's like, well, yeah. you know whether it was Paul. Yeah. Why are you like this is why I should have been told through like a traditional story or whatever, like a detective mm-hmm. story or whatever. But okay, but because they wanted to make it alcoholism, they had to have her at the center. Yes, mm. center. Yeah, and just as a side <laughs> note, they they have changed this now, unfortunately, from his uh, Charles Peruto Jr. for P- Philly DA website. Um, he said, in short, the best way to start with this is the medical examiner's report stating that her BAC was 0.45. Oh, Jesus um, Christ. There was a sentence after it saying, that means she had a 45% alcohol <laughs> in her system. <laughs> like, wow, this guy's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, you, you start to wonder, like, boy, he was a millionaire defense attorney, and this is the best he could do defending himself? Yeah. Like, His HTML website. Yeah. <laughs> So that's why I was so interested in hearing this guy's story because he yes. sounds, even though it's pretty clear he's not guilty, but he it looks sounds like a piece of shit, and I want to hear his story. Right, and it's just it's. <laughs> like, I, t- I tell you who did not come out clean on this movie is Neil. Neil, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna say this for Neil: he's a good-looking guy. Oh yeah, Neil the actor. I don't know about Neil the real guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I get why I we want to fuck this guy. And <laughs> it's so like, like mm. he's that part was great when she like. It was like, oh, you, she's like, she, he immediately gets her drunk every time. Yeah. And it's just like, ooh. I know. And like, but everybody in her life is enabling her. her right. Parent, like, the whole situation was not good, as they pointed out. But it, I, again, it, it felt like a movie that wanted to be like a thriller or mm-hmm. almost like tongue in cheek, kind of, mm-hmm. but was actually about the most serious, like, yeah. thing. Right. And so I'm like, I don't know what I'm, like, I don't know the tone of the movie. Because, like, Peruto's like just a, he's like a clown. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so it's like, yeah. all right, so maybe they were trying to, you know, uh, avoid. No, I, 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 <laughs> I just saw it a different way. I guess, like, I saw it as somebody that wants to change her life, but these are the obstacles that she had. Right, she's in a field where this guy, this powerful man, likes her. She's in love with a married guy. She doesn't like her yeah. ex boyfriend. So she's like stuck with I have no options. Yeah, and she's making all the wrong choices, right? Because right. like, because the guy who is, is good for her, she's like everybody. She's like he's boring. It's like, well, right. is he boring or just not like enabling? Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But the movie was called like Dead Too Soon or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, or BAC point four five. Like you'd be like, okay, I know what this movie is. I'm getting into a movie yeah. about somebody oh, spiraling no down and hitting rock bottom. Alcoholic before I watched it. Me neither. Yeah. Because it's about a girl who's dead in a bathtub mm-hmm. of a famous person. It'd be like you're watching like a, a, a movie where uh, uh like Nicole Brown Simpson is the main character. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and you're like, well, this is all about her life, but the main part of what we know about her is not it's very bizarre. Which I have actually watched. There is a version of that movie. Um was it with um Mina Savari playing Nicole Brown Simpson? Oh really? Yeah. Wow. It's a showtime movie. It is <laughs> Please, you have to watch. we actually we could probably do it i think it qualifies as a tv movie it is fucking wild all right yeah you, you learn a lot i'm not sure if it's true but you learn a lot <laughs> so the, my one big my other big complaint not a single philly accent in this whole no fucking i know movie. Yeah. i know like the one thing you could do is setting yeah. it, it's so specifically in this place and they talk about it constantly and not not even the side people not even the family nobody the woman that worked at the grocery store could have yeah. had it. right it, it, how hard would it have been? Like, we just had Mayor of Easttown, where it's just like over the top, all Philly accents all the mm-hmm. time. 
and they had none. And I mean, we know why they filmed it in British Columbia, but <laughs> right. I, it drove me insane. I'm like, there's not a single person here. She calls home and FaceTimes her mom, who's clearly, you know, from like South Philly, not even close to an accent. Nothing. Why? Hello. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, have a have a water. It's just like. <laughs> That may be insane. So, but otherwise, all right, let's get into it. Right. Found footage opening scene, right? Oh, I thought I was doing. No, that. you are. Oh, he's, he's, sorry. He's, I he's, thought it was a found footage movie. He's putting, the yeah, ball, no. he's putting the ball on the tee. Yeah, so we open with a, a phone video of, of a girl drinking a frappuccino, making an "I love you, miss you" video for. Oh, someone. oh, one question: What year did this all take place? She died in 2013. I want to say. Okay, so it's fairly recent. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that wasn't because I, I had the same question. Like, did they even have phones? Yeah, I, I was I like, sure. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even. Yeah, okay. and apparently in real life, she. Oh, had, that's right, because he gets her an Uber at the one the yeah. date rapist. Oh, that's right. But yeah, they um they also have like. Uh, She's she has a blog, she has a YouTube channel, like right. she has all these You're things, right. and right. that's right. why I was hoping to see some of that incorporated right. into the movie, because that's kind of also another way that they basically you know placed Chuck not anywhere near yeah. her at the time, right? So. And she lies immediately. She says this frappuccino is very good. I that frappuccino looks very good. It's a it's a fucking milkshake. You're, yeah. you're telling me that doesn't taste good. She's like this isn't very good. Like, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. Are you that drunk? <laughs> so I immediately was like, yeah, there's All right. no alcohol in this. Sucks. <laughs> I was, but I immediately was like, unreliable narrator, right? I was like, who says that? Like, why why even comment on it? Fair mm. enough. And as as she speaks, so she says, after I died, the voiceover says, after I died, this video got more than two million views. And she continues to set up the movie with lots of exposition and tells right. us that yeah, we're getting a murder mystery. Right. Which doesn't happen. That she's going to walk us through, even yeah. though she knows what happened, but mm-hmm. is not playing it like... Yeah. See, I, I wrote I really know. good exposition. What <laughs> I mean, she did... It, I mean, it was good. Like, it just set us up for a different movie. That's yeah. all. Mm-hmm. She wasn't like, here's a story about my hitting rock bottom. She was like, no, here's a story about how I died, and it could be a murder. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out I murdered myself yeah. through alcoholism. I don't know. Yeah, so that was disappointing. So she dies. She's found in the bathtub of her boss, Chuck Peruto, who's a famous Philadelphia attorney who defends murderers and mobsters in court and mm-hmm. dates women half his age like her. Right. So they set up the whole thing. Like, he yeah. knows people can kill people. Mm-hmm. He clearly is indiscriminate with who he has sex with, particularly mm-hmm. at work. So, like, setting him up to be, the like, yeah. what we thought was going to happen. There's another part here at the very beginning where we get these testimonials by the people. Yeah. The, like, yeah. Straight- I assume they're being interviewed by the police. It's... It, Acts are like the they? audience is the police, right. or or the or like a reporter, but but they never reveal it. There's yeah. never like a moment in the movie where they go, "Here's the big story of the Philadelphia Inquirer yeah. based on these interviews." But they're kind of like that. They're though. just talking straight to camera, saying things that we couldn't know, so we'll know them. But there's no context for it. We're it's like the twelfth man, kind. It's like the <laughs> it was like the Office, right? But at least the office starts in the first episode with the idea they're making a documentary about an American mm-hmm. company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there is a point where Chuck is like, "I know what you want to know." Like he's talking right. to right. us as if we're interrogating. But why him. have that again? Like it I makes no sense. I don't know. I liked it. I found it totally illogical. I'm like, why are so like? Then why don't we just tell the story through the like a reporter following the story or the police interviewing these people? Mm-hmm. Because when they're talking to us, we don't know if they're lying or not because we don't know who they're talking to. So, right. it, yeah. so like Neil says, like I didn't do it or whatever. It's like the only was reason, he saying that to the cops so he doesn't get arrested, or is he just saying well, that? The only that's reason true? I thought it was like more of a reporter situation was a all the interviews are in like a, a hotel a, or a house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. And well, they're all in the same sex. It costs four dollars, but yeah. right. And Paul is like able to walk away from them and tell them he doesn't want to talk. You can't do that to the. Police. Well, right. Well, there's parts where it is clearly actually a reporter 
asking mm-hmm. questions. But then when they're sitting face to the camera, I don't think see to me that wasn't. I think it's like an interview. Like I th- he's I trying to clear. Everybody's trying to clear their name. I then you need like two seconds of it where somebody's sitting down, no, like a tape recorder right. in front of them. So we have like the context of anybody who sits at this chair is talking to a reporter. Okay. Because I just again I was just like I don't know. But there was no reporter character. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but then you don't know how to take what they're saying, right? Yeah. In a murder mystery, like you're trying to figure out who did it, and you're like, well, if I believe it's who done it. <laughs> it is who done it. You know what? Okay, I'm going to shut my mic off. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It made it hard to follow. Okay. Of like, what am I hearing? Like, are they just telling me their version of the story, and then now we have like a Rashomon, or <laughs> is it that they're telling the truth, and we're just supposed to understand they're telling the truth, so that when we get to the end. We know that she, you know, she basically died of alcoholism. You're trying to imply Lifetime's going to attempt a Kurosawa movie, like <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sure they have. I, I'll bet my bottom dollar there's like more than one version of like we'll look for it. Yeah. <laughs> it just was weird to not explain it, mm-hmm. yeah. like the voiceover. It's like, well, why have it if we don't know what it's doing? True. Um, so, uh, the, you know, we see this flash to a scene of Chuck's quote property manager discovering the body of the voiceover in a bathroom calls Chuck who's hosting a beach party uh the story goes that he Jersey Shore yeah. I know yeah that was awesome and this is another thing that bothered me so the story goes on that he had sent the property manager there to pick up a shirt the voiceover points out how strange this is because he's right a different so they're basically setting up a murder mystery yeah they cast again. doubt on his alibi yeah. that he would right. like why would he do this if he didn't know she was there like implying she's he now the Fairway is like he's just checking on her without checking on her, right? Mm-hmm. Because maybe she wasn't responding to texts or whatever because she was dead in yeah. the bathtub. Or he like killed her and like was covering Wanted it up. Wanted somebody else to find right. her body, which is weird as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but why Why go through the trouble? Yeah. I, I, it's all bizarre. That should have, the movie should have started with that. Yeah. With her finding the yeah, body. Yeah, true. So anyway, the town is all abuzz about... <laughs> Quote, the girl in the bathtub. So we flash back to one week before the death, and the rest of the movie takes place, you know, day by day. Into the- mm-hmm. Which is crazy, because that was a hell of a week. It oh, was. Yeah. That was seven days. That yeah. was a shitty week. <laughs> um, she went just berserk. It was yeah. kind of amazing in its own way. So Julia's at some party. She's talking to her Lifetime movie black friend about her relationship with Chuck. Sassy mm. friend. Love a sassy friend. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have it. And the voiceover explains that Chuck is really into her for a few weeks. Chuck's talking head says that he's really into her and wanted to marry her, which contradicts with his website's public statement of barely knowing her. I <laughs> uh, just threw that one in there. Um, anyway, the voiceover. Yeah, and we get a later version where he like, again, like, did, why have the voiceover here? Because we get this whole scene where he like confesses, he says all these things to her anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like telling. It's a lot of Groundhog Day. And she kind of under, right. but then she underplays it, right? Mm-hmm. She's like. Because she believe him. I know, but. It's like, <laughs> I don't get it. Um, so the voiceover says that Chuck's not the only one who the cops should have interviewed because a lot of people wanted to kill her. So I guess <laughs> right. we don't. She doesn't know who killed her. At right. This, point. this like, is that's what I the mean. Idea like, we're I'm just like so because like that's an interesting take, right? Mm-hmm. You're trying to find your own killer from the grave or whatever. Like mm-hmm. you're like yeah. going back through your memories. Okay, that's more interesting yeah. to me than what it actually is, which is mm-hmm. she pretends to not know but actually knows. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then next she goes and talks to Paul, a coworker, an old boyfriend who seems mm-hmm. to like she's really into her. Safe Harbor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, voiceover says he's boring. Hairband. Safe Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> Scrunchies. <laughs> um, so, uh, she suggests he might be the quintessential nice guy who suddenly snaps. Mm. 
again, never followed up. Yeah, right. We, we, we <laughs> never gave that impression. Yeah. Yeah, no. He would just seem like a nice guy who uh, continued to be nice. Yep. There you go. Um, then we cut to another Chuck doing a talking head. And this is, you know, repeated throughout the movie. Um, let's see. I have in my notes that the audience is the interrogator. Yeah, I mean, I get like that that could be what it but is. But I couldn't tell. But to, I was like, police officer or reporter? I can't yeah. tell. But it only, <laughs> it only makes sense that way if her voiceover, they know she's doing voiceover. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like yeah. when he's sitting for the interview, he's responding to things that she has set up in the voiceover. Mm-hmm. Oh, you probably think about bad guy because I did whatever she just said, basically. It's yeah. like, so you could hear? Like, <laughs> you know I mean? like, so are these just like... I almost wish they had the real people doing the real interviews, like intercut with the with the yeah. actors oh, playing yeah. the characters, because mm-hmm. that would have been more interesting, like real news footage mm-hmm. alongside then Jason Patrick as this guy. And I think would Jason Patrick would have had more fun because mm-hmm. he doesn't actually seem like he's really playing up. He's actually making the guy likable instead of yeah, making him exactly. into like a he fucking likeable. psycho. Yeah, he is likable. And maybe he's not, but I feel like he could have had more fun. Mm-hmm. He seemed like he was really playing it too real. Yeah. But again, he also was probably being told you're in this drama about alcoholism, so yeah. mm-hmm. not you're maybe suspected of murder and a psychopath. <laughs> right. Fair. Um, yeah, and in real life, uh, Chuck Perrotto did put out a statement saying that he was very angry with Lifetime for making a movie and not contacting him and his office. Well, he came out... <laughs> I'm like, like you would have returned their phone call. He came out great on, in I this know, movie. Yeah. But, but, he, but this is what the thing about him. He is crazy. He yeah. probably wanted to play himself. <laughs> yeah. And it be... The version of him in this movie is so normal and sane. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he's like a regular middle-aged man. Like, yeah. he's a fucking poonhound or whatever, but, yeah. like, he doesn't seem like a bad guy. He goes no. to, like, yeah. his nephew's birthday party mm-hmm. and shit. Like, all right, could be worse. Yeah. Um, mm. And in The Talking Head, he suggests that the only reason that this is going to go to a grand jury is because the DA has it out for him. And- right, which, again, setting up, like, oh, this is, like, he's got to prove his, like, the yeah. bulk of yeah. the movie is him proving his innocence because there's right. people who don't like him because of his job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in the next scene, uh, Julia goes home and her boyfriend is waiting for her. She calls him her true love. Your boyfriend. <laughs> this is Neil. Neil. Uh, I like Neil. I don't know. Maybe I'm a bad guy. but I mean, he is a little enabling. But yeah, um, voiceover says that he... He was, was a really good daddy, according to the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which he was I never interviewed much. because no one knew about him. But he had broken her heart, quote, about a million times. However, he's married and has three kids, so they'll never be so, together. So, again, this undermines the entirety of the interview. Is like, he was never interviewed. I thought he was. Wasn't he? They, didn't they interview him? No, she says in the voiceover yeah. he was never interviewed. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what. I, but he is interviewed in the movie in, right. the, in the interview sections. This yeah. again. This is why I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Is this just like for yeah. uh, just for us? Mm-hmm. So are they telling the truth? Then I don't know. Are you going to the mall later? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I like the deal. I don't know. I I guess like that seemed more real to me than any of the other relationships. Like he. Uh, I mean, he's a piece of shit. But. He was just like. Because she always tried to use that she was banging Chuck or yeah. threw it in his face. And the part where she gets de-raped, he yeah, like was... doesn't even give a shit, really. No, he does. He does. He, he's like, I'll come on. I'm going to beat his ass Like when she finds him or whatever. He's a big dude. Like, Yeah. You're right. But also, I do think there's part of this movie that's like, she's a little hurt. Like, like oh, anything. definitely. So like, he probably has gotten this phone call before, and maybe oh, that's it's yeah, not true. a real thing. Mm-hmm. It, again, they set her up as way more of like the problem, like to your point earlier. Yeah. Even, I don't know. I felt like they actually were in love because he was like cool enough to be like, look, you know, you fuck this guy, whatever. Like, I like being with you. You know, he was like very loosey goosey about it. He know. was. And I, she hated that. Right. Which mm-hmm. is fascinating. But like, 
Because it seemed like, she, was she doing it to make him jealous? Yes. See, I got the yes. sense that she, she was just I, like dead inside and needed like, like a sex addict. Like just, just needed someone around all the time. No, I think, no. I think because she told him, she's like, you could, you had so many chances to just be with me and you didn't. So yeah, and that's what that's she true. wanted. But yeah, she was banging Jason Patrick in order to get back at him. Yeah. Or threaten to date Paul or whatever. Right, because she doesn't. But then when he like kind of confesses, when, when Patrick confesses all his like stuff, she kind of seems open to it because she's like, well, right. I didn't really think you were really into me. I was just like the flavor of the week. And then when he's mm-hmm. really into her, she kind of goes, well, maybe I should, you know, because then she gets to the fight with the sister about it. Yeah. I don't know. I just, again, if it's a movie about alcoholism, it makes perfect sense yeah. because That's she just wants someone is. to be her dad. And like she's just trying to find someone to fill the dad sized hole in her vagina. What? <laughs> <Right>. no. <laughs> No, but you know what I mean. Like, there's yeah. like clearly yeah. like the reaching is going on. Yeah, and- I, I feel the the thing this movie did well is they do the reveal of her being an alcoholic very well. Yes, they just yes. don't come out and say it. They were like, Correct. after a while, you're like, oh, she has a drinking problem. Right, you, right. And again, I think if you're like me and Andre, you're thinking this movie's another thing. It really did take me a minute. I was like, where is it? Um, uh, twenty two minutes in, this turned very real. So like yeah. twenty minutes into an hour and twenty six, you know, so it's only an hour of the movie where she's really into like rock yeah. bottom stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Audrey, you're going to say something before that, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say the voiceover um, when she's with Neil suggests that maybe if she had gone to Neil's instead of Chuck's that night, maybe she wouldn't have died. Right. And 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 Neil even says in his inter- interview, whatever the fuck, his mm-hmm. voiceover thing. I just call it talking head. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. And his talking his confessional. He's yeah. like, well, I told her to wait for me. If she just waited a week, blah, 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 I would have I would have gone through yeah. with her. But it's like, you're, you know, she's like she's like I dying like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. like you maybe could have dropped some things but i know he's a family so. right but yeah. you're right like it did sound like that could have been mm-hmm. realistic mm-hmm. to survive i don't know i don't know and then but um, the fact that no one showed up when she called and texted all those people is really sad like that actually was super was depressing sad, yeah. i mean it's a friday night and pe- and she all she's and the feelings she's right si- yeah okay we can get there when we get there but it's, it's not like she said hey come over i guess but like a cry for help often is not you know that direct yeah, but I mean, can you tell when you're boarding an airplane? You know, I guess that's true. Yeah, because she calls the woman from rehab. rehab. Yeah, which again comes like basically out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> like well, she starts following the phone tree from the right, and then none, nobody's picking up. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Which but, I don't know how if that would really happen either, but maybe. Yeah, yeah I mean, the last phone tree I was on was freshman baseball late for <laughs> <so. laughs> We definitely used it, but for rain outs and snow outs. <laughs> I found that not that long ago oh, in my God, stuff. Maybe laugh. Hilarious. It is. Uh, yeah, I, that that really was super depressing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, boy. Because, again, in the voiceover, she's acting like you don't realize until – I mean, maybe I didn't realize. Maybe you did. That she's going to drink herself to death that night. Because, like – I didn't. Because, like, she's I acting – Because she's like, oh, I <laughs> made dinner and I watched a movie. Like, she seemed like she's, like, really trying to, like, ride it out. Right? I, once she started taking the drugs and then she's like, oh, I did whatever it was, 12 shots. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but up until that moment, I thought she actually was staying sober. But yeah. it's very clear that she had not been staying sober I thought time. she was going to die from – the benzos yeah yeah exactly it. yeah and then they're like you need to take one one every whatever she's like yeah <laughs> right that's what i i didn't know she drank i thought she just had a bad reaction right and passed out in the tub and right you drank. believe her and you Which the voiceover kind of and the voiceover yeah. like kind of says she's trying right but in, right. in again like it's like does she not like what does she know as a dead person about what she did <laughs> Does she have new perspective now that she's dead? Correct, yeah. right? Like, and or no. she's retelling her story in a way to make herself look better when she's really like feels guilty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is not clear either. It's bizarre. 
Yeah, no. Yeah, voiceover is just bizarre in general. I don't like and it. And this was yeah. so heavily this, voiceover. This just makes it confusing as to like what I just want to know what the information I'm getting is. Like who where is it coming from so I can understand why you're telling me. But if I don't know if you're just trying to like make the movie more interesting or tell me things that you think that you didn't know at the time, because mm-hmm. that's kind of what it seems like. Yeah. Well. At least about being an alcoholic. Yeah. Maybe not about the murdering. I don't know. Maybe I'm, yeah. I'm, fuck it. I don't know. Anyway, let's continue her really shitty week. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, that would have been like, you know, uh, like what, what's the, oh God, the stupid children's movie is like. Alexander. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no good horrible yeah, uh, descent yeah, yeah. into alcoholism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So next we're at a bar. Julia's gone to look for sunglasses that she'd lost there the night before. She's sitting next Speaking to Speaking of Nicole Brown Simpson. There you go. Yeah. They, they were they were at Mezzaluna, but yeah. that Philadelphia outlet. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, um, she's sitting next to a guy. God, I hate you guys. <laughs> Why'd you get, get laughing and think about it some more than laugh? Maybe really, that was really enjoyable. Because there's probably of everybody that knows about the OJ trial, one percent know the restaurant is called Mezzaluna. <laughs> <laughs> right? I yeah, know. no, yeah, but, absolutely. But 100% of cyber bullies will listen to <laughs> Now, that's not a lot of people, but still. Oh, God. <laughs> so, wait, what? Which anyway. Roofied. Because there's multiple, again, it's like Groundhog Day, so there's multiple bar yeah. scenes. I don't remember which one this is. Yeah, so this is the scene. She runs into a guy who roofies her. Um, oh, oh, okay. She passes out, wakes up the next morning on a random living room floor. She's cut up, bruised, scrambles to put her clothes on as the champagne dude comes in and acts like everything's normal. Gathers her things. They did a good job shooting that too, because yeah. like, he was fucking scary. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's like, no, you have to use the bathroom down the hall. You know, the one where you can't get out of. Basically, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, and then this terrified me. She like lets the guy get her an Uber, so I now know. he knows her address. Just start walking. Like, well, dude. again, this is like the murder mystery part where you go, yeah. oh, he knows where she lives. Exactly. She know he she knows where he lives and he knows where she lives. Right. Yeah. So now this is a real problem for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although these guys are psychotic in the mm-hmm. way of like they don't think they'll ever get caught. Right. So. Yeah, and then when she gets home, she realizes her keys are missing, which means he now has her keys and Correct. her address. Correct. I'm like, this is horrific. Okay. And she starts drinking. Yeah. That's when I'm like, oh, yes, she's that was the You're right. That was the moment where I went, oh, this is like not even just like a little bit. This is hardcore. She pours a glass of wine at like nine in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. After being roofied. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then saying like how awful she felt and whatever. Right. It's just like, yeah, it was, again, great movie for that. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? The movie's I, about that. Yeah. You're totally right. I, I just wish they had just set that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, I love a Lifetime movie. I've seen a lot of Lifetime movies about issues. Right. <laughs> like the Pregnancy Pact? A, sure. A, I loved it. It's about an issue. There was, mm-hmm. a, there was a Pregnancy Pact. And right. they, was that the one where they had the, the picture of the cityscape yes. as the window? <laughs> yeah, for teennews.net teen yeah, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Which you should never type in teennews.net. I, that website is no good will come up that. No. <laughs> The FBI will he- be here immediately. <laughs> it's run by the guy that roofied this girl. Oh my oh, god. god! Yeah, he was a, he was perfect. So, cast. are we at the part where we find out Amy Winehouse is her idol? This yes. is the most dramatic turn of the entire movie. Can we all agree on that? I was like, whoa! Like, if you're an alcoholic, she's probably not the best person to be right now. <laughs> but like, what I love is like. She goes, well, it's okay because Amy is watching over me. And you go, Amy? And then the camera pans. Yeah. I was wonder- yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. That was I. That was my favorite thing in the whole movie by far because it made no sense. Mm-hmm. You're right. And I'm like, you guys know she's dead by right. now, right? And the completely <laughs> wrong person to be your idol. Yeah. Right. Right. It was like, oh, man, my patron saints like Jim Morrison 
which she talks about. I know. (laughs) And like, but the fact that it just like not once for the first half hour of the movie, she mentioned music, Mm -hmm. Amy Winehouse, Britain. Like, there's nothing. There's no context for this at all. And then she's like, "Yeah, my guardian angel, Amy." I'm like, "Oh, okay." I'm like, "Oh, sister's Amy." You know, because yeah, no, no. I have a giant, giant painting of Amy Winehouse (laughs) in my apartment who watches me as I drink myself to death. Yikes. I love I love that. I hope that's true and real. Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so anyway, she calls Neil, asks him to come over. He suggests she calls the cops. She refuses. That's true. He did try to get yeah, her. Yeah, he did. Like I mean, multiple yeah. times. That's tough. Yeah. To be fair, that is hard. And yeah. then we see on her computer that she's like got a substance abuse help yeah. website open. Yeah. That was interesting, too. Yeah. The like anonymous like mm-hmm. AOL style chat. Mm-hmm. I guess that must really exist. I'm sure it, it never yeah. occurred to me to like reach out that way because she said I'm bad at reaching out. Like that felt very real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I feel comfortable in this environment. Yeah. I'm on the nobody phone. knows. Yeah. I don't, you know, yeah, exactly. That So that was good. I agree. Yeah. So anyway, she takes a nap, has a prairie oyster, and then goes to work. Where she <laughs> types with her index fingers, no homeroom, home row key. Yeah. Position. <laughs> it was, Mrs. Ugolano would be very she, upset. I literally saw her like this. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> she's like a high-powered lawyer. Right. She's also, a paralegal. Paralegal. Whatever. Who probably types Who has more. her own office. Right. Yeah. I thought that was. I, I was very upset at, at a that. really nice office, which I'll get to later. Yeah. <laughs> I was great confu- office. I was confused as to what her job was for a while. So I'm glad you said paralegal because I had both in my notes. In real because life, she meets, I had to look that up. She, oh, okay. But she meets the, the lawyer that one scene and she's like, if you ever want to go to law school, I'll be your yeah. recommendation. Oh, I totally yeah. missed that. Okay. And. She has no insurance, which I thought was weird. That's, that's, what, that's what pissed me off. I'm yeah. like, what? who works it, in that office? Yeah. Right. I said Nobody. the same question. Like, it's yeah. bullshit. And especially when you're fucking the boss. Time, but she is full time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, it, yeah. I mean, look, it is America and it's possible, but it seems unlikely. My next comment was, she smokes, drinks too much. Did I know this girl in college? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. It, it, that's just 1997. That, that is... <laughs> she, you're right, though. She's perfect for yeah. that. And she looked like Jersey, Philly. Like yeah. She had that look to mm-hmm. her. I, it was good casting. And her sister looked just like her, but like a sister. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. The less good-looking sister. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, who yeah. kind of like... envies her and right. takes the, it out The on sister her. who has three kids and lives in a row house in Philly is divorced. Yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, at work, Julia screws something up. She rushes to file something, but is it day late? the Diaz file. Yeah. That scene was great. She runs into her. Yeah, and like, I love that like, the guy nope, was just like, can't help you. Sorry. She's like, just change the date on the filing stamp. No. Yeah. <laughs> and she didn't get her way, which was uh, yeah, yeah. not normal. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is how we know she's descending to rock bottom, right? Really. Yeah. yeah. Things are not going her yeah, it's way. Yeah, causing, her drinking is causing issues at work. Yeah, then she runs into her former boss on the way back to work. She goes yeah. to the grocery That's... store, and we see that she's losing her wallet. She's lost her wallet. So she just had a really bad time in general. Um, back at work, she sees Chuck. This is the second time in my notes I've said the words pound town and go back to his place. This is because of you guys. Um, they talk about his upcoming party in Marburg, which I totally thought was Florida. I didn't realize there was a Marburg in New Jersey. Sorry, I'm not from here. Was it? I thought it was uh, Barnegat, he said. I thought so, too. But maybe there's multiple times where he talks about going places down the shore. So. Yeah. Margate. Sorry. Margate. 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 That's Margate. Sorry. Margate. Margate. Um, I wrote just hammering down wine after coitus with Patrick. Yeah. Um, she says she can't make it to her nephew's birthday party. Be- she can't make it to the party because to his party because her nephew's birthday party is that weekend. 
Uh, later, he sees her texting someone, and we get an image of him being jealous and scary as he yeah. asks who's That's the only time, though. To. Yeah. That's when she's drinking wine after. And he's mad at her for not going to his birthday party like a child. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to my birthday party? Uh, Memorial Day party. Yeah, Memorial Day. Get it right. <laughs> and w- w- one at thing... the Barnegat Inlet. <laughs> they're going to hunk a bunk They're going to the lighthouse. Uh, just rewind slightly. When, yeah. when she fucks up the filing... If you listen closely, the guy yelling at her on the phone it sounds exactly like John McEnroe. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I'll pull it up when we take a have break. Have you guys watched uh, Never Have I Ever? Yes, it's I'm, really it's good. It's really good. Yeah, I've enjoyed. Yeah, it. Yeah, Aid got into it, and then she she. I, I watched like this whole second season. It's really you. You would like it. He's, yeah. he's the narrator, John okay. McEnroe, for no good reason. Johnny Mac, which is why it's great. All right, but I, it's. I was like, I actually wrote that. I was like, is this John McEnroe? I was like, because I thought of that. I thought of that show. And I was yeah, like, maybe yeah, he's yeah. just doing like funny voiceovers now. It's was funny. it supposed to be Chuck? Maybe. I, don't, I didn't yeah, get that I until it, later. I thought, I thought it was, it was supposed guy. to be him. I thought it was yeah. the other lawyer who was mad at her. Because remember, he puts it on her desk and goes like, I just need you to file this, blah, 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 blah. So I thought it was that guy but who like, was like, later, random. Chuck yells at her about it. So that's yeah, why that's I was what like, what oh, goes up the chain. Yeah. yeah. Gets the, if it gets to Chuck's desk, you're in trouble. Yeah. The buck stops with Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was his campaign slogan. Yeah. it's. It, can't believe he didn't win. Shocking. All the murdering. <laughs> Uh, next, we see Julia goes to an AA meeting. Yep. Which she seems like she's been at before. Yeah. Right. Even though everything in her voiceover said that she doesn't like doing these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we do know about like recovery that very rarely yeah, works the first time. Right. But but she, I think they had to, whether it was true or not, they had to make her seem like she was trying. Like, you don't have a movie if it's just like actual, like probably what really happened, which Spiral. she just went directly yeah. down into the gutter right. and died, mm-hmm. um, which is sad, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um that actually felt kind of again like all the, the acting's really good. It's good. Yeah, they're all good in that. That felt very real. Like it, she's it just did. like your share was like really powerful because you know she's like full of it, but really yeah. trying. Because they reacted in a human way, which was like I'm not taking mm-hmm. this woman on. Yeah, you could tell they're like they this is were exactly. Well, this is here's what you could do. Like they helped her, but they didn't really want to. But really they gave help her. her too they gave much. her real advice. Yeah, right. About, like this is your first step. Your first step is just clean all the toxic substances. Yeah, but what and she wanted was, she I will walk you through this. Yep. I'll be by your side the whole time. And they were like, No, 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 <laughs> I'm not doing that. Right, which is why she goes back to Neil exactly. and to, to Chuck because they're just there to like make her feel better, not to actually help her exactly. get better. Right. But that's not. I mean, I don't want to blame them either. Like, no, I'm not blaming them. Yeah. But that's why she goes to them is because yeah. that's what the relationship is. She you just mean, wants you know somebody to do that for Correct. her. Yeah, and like. I get it. No, and, and mm-hmm. you could see in the faces of the women at the AA, they were just like, like you said, it's like they're like, you know, yeah. like, I know she needs help, but like I also know if she doesn't help I can't herself. Do this. I can't help yeah. her. So, yeah. you know, again, if you've been in those situations, you know what that's like, where you're like, literally nothing I say or do will make a difference. So, mm-hmm. but they're going to ask for my advice as if they give a shit. Yeah. So that night she goes to dinner with Neil, where he uh, gives immediately her... gets her wine. Yes, I, I just like Neil goes Neil. to dinner with Neil. Neil. <laughs> um, he suggests Paul is better for her. He yeah. just I just wrote Neil just wants rid of this woman at this point. See, I don't think so. I think he loves the drama. I think he loves having a piece on the side. Yes, yeah. I mean that too. Clearly... But I didn't think he wanted all the aggravation that came with her. Well, never. It never. Nobody oh, wants. No, it. Yeah. I. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like he likes the whole thing. I really do. He's one of those. Yeah, he guys. kind of. He kind of did seem that way. Because like when they're taking the bath, and he takes the phone call from his wife, and like with the fake iPhone ring. Yes, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and he like, but he like picks it up while like she's right there. Like he, it just seemed like very risky to do it that way. Because and you're dealing. You with could a, hear water splashing correct. in the background. Going back and, to and that, she's, that, and she's that, volatile. Like that, you don't know what she's gonna. That do. iPhone ring was like the Rob Van Winkle explaining <laughs> ISIS baby of iPhone rings. <laughs> 
No, 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 no. It's the iPhone ring that goes do 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 do. It's totally different. Yeah, I I think he loved it. Again, I don't know because Neil wasn't interviewed in real life. We don't know what his story right. is. Yeah. Maybe well, no... his talking head says. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, yeah, Neil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's not the worst. It's it's pro- it's exactly what you don't want to hear when you're probably when right. you're in her shoes. But it yeah. wasn't awful truth. No, like, it's real. It, he it's was like, "I'm not going right to tell thing. you what to do because you need to make your own decisions." Correct. Right. Yeah. And that's but all she fair. wanted was somebody to tell her what to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she wanted a daddy. We've right. been over this. Yes, <laughs> the daddy, daddy size hole. or a daddy. No, she wanted. Well, she had zaddy. She needed <laughs> a daddy. If I'm being honest, I guess I don't know if Chuck qualifies. Neil definitely qualifies. Yeah. Um, Paul not a zaddy. No. And then he brings up what I considered another solid point about <laughs> like it's not the alcohol; it's what's making her drink that's the problem, and she needs to address that. Yeah. And then she gets until mad then she can keep drinking though. Yeah. <laughs> According to Neil. Yeah. No, he does try, though, later. He's like, all right, you know, we'll... We'll, we'll, you know. we'll detox you. Yeah. yeah, we'll get there. And Chuck tries to. Yeah. Again, these guys are all broken men, but... Yeah. I mean, the, the movie tried really hard to make sure that no one came off as accused in yeah. the movie. Yeah. <laughs> right? Even though the whole point of the movie is to cast out on everybody as yeah. being a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> so it's maybe it's the thing of, like, the lawsuit part where they just went, well, we can't... We have to be really careful about whether we even speculate about the mm-hmm. people being the murderer. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably because true. otherwise, because like they come back around when she's like, I think she says in the voiceover like he's gonna get one of his goombas, mm-hmm. or she says goomba, which is very bizarre. The <laughs> <laughs> like goomba, syllable. Like, yeah, it was just like ugh, like what are you doing? <laughs> Aren't you from there anyway? Like that he's gonna get someone to kill her, right? So yeah, and that's late in the movie. That's like ten minutes left. She says that again, pointing to like, does she know what happened? I don't know. Well, yeah. she does. I but. mean, she knows the she she's dead, she right? <laughs> Where she not dead? Or maybe when you die, even like your omniscient voiceover doesn't right. remember if you're drunk oh, enough. Maybe yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> Sorry, so. I assume we're right by the, the scene where she goes to the psychiatrist. Yes, this is the next now, scene. Now, would she really give her those drugs so easily? I don't think so. And like, I don't think so either. You don't self-medicate Valium to detox, right? Is, I, I mean, don't know. That I've I never know. been through this I mean, this do myself. I do it or do, yeah. do people do it? I mean, <laughs> no, not, I, I not agree. on prescription. Yeah. <laughs> this is another place where just like slight, they just spent two more seconds on the scene to like explain this doctor was bad. Right, if you just get right. the idea that she's like, like a, I thought she was, but like yeah. a pill mill kind of doctor. Where yeah, like, it's like somebody came out, like twenty people came out while she's waiting in the waiting room, or if she was, somebody just said like, oh yeah, go to this doctor, she'll give you Valium. Yeah, she help always them. immediately you know write your prescription, she'll help you, and then you then you because you're right, I went like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like she didn't know how to take the drugs during the detox. Right, like, don't, aren't those? Which isn't is that written the most the, important yeah. thing. <laughs> it's usually to know. written on yeah. the bottle. Usually, like <laughs> if the psychiatrist is like, whatever you do, don't take more than one a day. Yeah. yeah, right. Like you know, and she's pops oh. and like candy. It's great, right? And again, I think it's a legal thing where they don't want to get if there really was a psychiatrist, which we don't know, but yeah. if there was, but then again, if there's not a real psychiatrist, you're putting the scene and then have it be like that. Right. Oh, she was there's she's definitely seeing a re- real psychiatrist according to the voiceover later when they, she goes through like what was found in her bloodstream when she died. Oh, so assuming that voiceover is accurate to real life. Yeah, I don't who know. knows? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but okay, so the next scene, she is picking up the Valium from right. the pharmacy, runs into the guy who roofied her, and so she creates a video of her screaming at him and accusing her of raping her, um, and then posts it on YouTube. And this made me go, God, it'd be really cool if there was actually a video of this and mm-hmm. they showed it or something. Yeah. Um, it I would have no be. idea. 
I had the same they, thought. I assume they didn't. They, that there is no YouTube video. We of don't this. know. I mean, if there ever was, I'm sure it got taken down. Yeah. yeah. She's just accusing him of a crime. Yeah. But I had the same feeling of like, did this really happen? Yeah. Th- this is the problem with the voiceover is that it calls into doubt everything in the true story of this girl's life mm-hmm. because she's telling it from her perspective from the grave. And with not, no additional perspective, right? It's, of right, being right, dead. right, exactly. So she she inst- she only been dead five minutes, so she hasn't mm-hmm. learned anything mm-hmm. about her own life. She's just telling the story as she remembers it, which is faulty. And so when that happens, you go, "Is that a real thing that she did, or is this just like some fucking crazy thing they thought of?" Because the they movie? say it's like hallucinations was part of the right side effect. That's right. So, but then Neil shows up. They take it's all real in the movie, but yeah. it was, did it really happen in real life? Or the, did it happen the way that she's saying? Correct. Yep. I, and so, yeah, that's why the voiceover killed me. It just made everything harder to figure out when it could have just told me a gone story. either way, yeah. right? <laughs> like, it's, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, anyway, mm. Neil takes her home, hangs out with her for a bit. Um, she asks if, she, if he could help her detox. He said, not that weekend, but it'll be there the next weekend. All right. Um, unable to be alone, she ends up cleaning the entire apartment and like a just huge bin full of booze, um, which I was really impressed with. <laughs> and then she tries to be in detoxing on her own. Mm. And she makes her bucket list, right? Yeah. And they make a sixty-nine joke. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's odd for this movie. I liked it, but yeah, uh, we're gonna get to uh, how funny this movie is in a second. But yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Then at work, she gets yelled at for the file yeah. issue. She cries in the bathroom. Paul comforts her. And then she resolves to break up with Chuck and clean him out of her life. So wait, Paul? Paul was there. He works there because he was just there. And I was I like, think he was in the op- in the office building with them. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, like the complex or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. I know. I got the impression in the beginning that he was a coworker, and then in the middle, I thought, oh, maybe I'm wrong. And then finally, it wasn't. They're in clear. the same bathroom together, so I said, oh, maybe they are coworkers. I couldn't tell. Yeah, because you would think if he worked there that Chuck would be talking about him more. Yeah. Right? As like a threat slash right. option. It's like he didn't even know him. Which... Yeah. I yeah, mean, maybe, maybe Paul is just a nobody. Right. right it's right, fair. Right. It's just a non-threatening guy. Yeah. <laughs> guy you let into the bathroom. Um, okay. Is this when it starts to get funny? Because now we're at the work party. Oh, I love this part. Okay. <laughs> it maybe is the most fun in the whole movie. Yeah. Besides Amy Winehouse. Chuck, <laughs> Chuck and Neil in the house at the same time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Nobody introduces her, which yeah, was that, like heartbreaking. That yeah. was so awful. And so... Well, Chuck had to be like, oh, this is my girlfriend, Julia, and like... Or my but he female's went, reaction. Or my friend. I about that, yeah. 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 But it, Five minutes later, he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like a work event. He could have just said, like, oh, she works in my office. Like, yeah. my paralegal or I mean, something, yeah. yeah. That was bizarre. Um, the talking head of Neil's wife talks about the night when she, like, just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, yeah. Why is she in there? <laughs> just to show how awkward her night is getting. I don't know. I don't. You know who I enjoyed was Chuck's ex-wife. Oh, yeah. Terry. Yeah. She's you, great. You don't, cro- you don't cross her, as we no. learned. She says this 14 times in the movie. You don't cross Terry. Yeah. And then you know what she did? She crossed she Terry. Terry. Yeah. Was... <laughs> I want that movie. I want the movie from Terry's perspective. So, yeah, just for the audience that's not going to sit through this movie. No. Um, <laughs> later at the party, Terry catches Chuck and Julia kissing, and then I guess you guys have more to say about the scene that she makes. She reminds me of <laughs> John Cheney going after John Calipari. <laughs> <laughs> From 1994, maybe? Wow. Uh, Just when I think, like, we can't get more niche. Yeah. You find a way. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and he's from Philly. Exactly. Temple. That's perfectly yeah. done. Sure. That's See? well done, Kenny. You're right, though. It is. It had that real. That felt very real. That yeah. volatility, that anger. So the, now 
they go is that when they go home back to his yes. apartment okay yes. oh they set up the final night of her life. yeah yeah so patrick says he's helped a lot of girls get sober what the fuck does that mean <laughs> i don't know it just sounds like he's got some magical dick shit i mean he goes to the story about his brother As, yeah and about oh, right. getting him sober yeah, yeah but then he's like i've gotten a lot of girls sober. like i don't i still don't understand <laughs> it, what I got out of it was he paid for a lot of people to go to rehab. Okay, and I don't know if that meant like people he dated or people he, or people who worked at the office. It okay. just sounded like his world was filled with people who were addicts, right? Which suggested but that why? Maybe, because I think he's like a shady, not shady, but like he just is not in like the kind of legitimate corporate world of law. Like he's one of these guys who really does represent mobsters and whatever. Yeah, and so he's like doing coke on the weekends and blah blah blah. Like I don't think. But okay. again, because the movie's trying so hard not to get him in trouble, yeah. we don't get any of that. We just get the idea that he's a, you know, he's like a benevolent. He's a great guy. Exactly. Like, he's like the guy who, at work who's like really to help people rather than yeah, the guy. Yeah, they do set him up to be a saint, this right. guy. Rather than the guy who's getting people on drugs and then <laughs> sending them to rehab, which I think is but probably. doesn't the... know how to read a BAC. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So it's. Does he call it? He's like, you want to get off the hooch? We'll get off the hooch. Yeah, yeah. what he says. Yeah, the he sauce does. He call... or something. Yeah, the yeah. sauce, the sauce. And that yeah. would have been a great time for a Philly accent, right? <laughs> would have been how much like funnier would have been. almost trying to do it, but he was doing more Jersey than Philly. I, and maybe he's from Jersey. I don't even yeah, know. everybody but, else is. But he, so. put, he, <laughs> but he like pulled the cord on. I think he just knew like, no. This is going to. It's like yeah. Rob, like uh, Kevin Costner yeah, and Robin Hood. I was just Is that a certain point? This isn't happening anymore. Yeah, this sucks. Everybody knows I'm Kevin Costner. Yeah, it. Mm. So, all right, sorry, go ahead. Oh, nothing. Anything I have, else? Like, no, we're I have almost, no notes. We're, like, we're almost there. done. Yeah. I have like yeah. three lines left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, they talk about how messed up she is. Chuck tells her he thinks she's perfect and will help get her clean, like he's helped so many other women. Um, he leaves late that night to. Said to fly to the shore. Yeah, this, it makes this no is all really I'm thinking a helicopter. I think helicopter. Okay, fine. Still. I think he's taking a Huey. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, he's, he's a knob. And then we got a montage of scenarios of what, what she did that night um, as she continued, as she started drinking. And yeah, doing... we get the classic, like, yeah. train spotting, like, sped up footage, yeah. slowed down footage of her doing a bunch of drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Um, and then the voiceover, again, comes in to say more confusing shit. Like, to... <laughs> 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 this movie could have been called more confusing shit. Just like there are theories about what happened right. that night. I, that... I, but it's like the la- almost the last I have is like, so does she not know what happened to her? This <laughs> voiceover is so weird. Yeah, that I, Neil's I'm... wife had someone kill her, that maybe he had someone else kill her. I think, that... it's, I, I think what it's trying to say is somebody didn't, I think if you guys didn't know <laughs> right, right. the story, this movie would make a lot more sense. No, me. you're probably right about that. Because I think well, I got out of the ending knowing nothing about Chuck Pagato. <laughs> Pagano, Pagano, yeah. the, coach, uh, the coach of the Colts. Yeah, Chuck Pagano. Pagano. Yeah, Peruto. Peruto. Thank you. I think her thing is it could have been all this shit, but no, it was just me because I had an alcohol problem. Yes, that's but then what the movie I. That would what, be so much shorter. But I think that's what I got out of the voiceover part. Was like she's like, no, it wasn't all this shit. It was just me not being able to get clean. I yes, you. That is what she's saying. You're totally right. It just the way they get there, it was very frustrating to me that they started as a murder mystery without following up any of the murder mystery part. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. They, I think it's the you point that to, she wanted it to be that. She wanted it to be one of these things, but it wasn't anything But then they should have followed it through. We should have gotten each each character who could have done it should have had more focus on them. More of a story. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that when we get to the reveal at the end, she goes, you know, I wanted it to be that. If they would have like, said that. Literally right. said what you just said. Yeah. And she goes, but actually it was because I suffered from this disease yeah, right. and I'm dead. Yeah. That would have been way better. Yeah. Yes. Or would have had more logic. I don't know if it's a better movie because it wasn't bad or anything. But Yeah, at least like wrap up every potential mystery that you opened with in the first 30 seconds. Right. That would have been nice. Because why have yeah. all these red herrings if they're not red herrings at the end? You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're not going to actually pursue it. Because I... See, I thought the it's point... like the, it's like the movie Clue, except for at the end, like she hung herself. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the point of the movie was though that she was embarrassed that that's how she died. Like she wanted it to be something more nefarious. Than I didn't it get wasn't. embarrassment from that. I did. I did. Like she wanted it to be anything than what it was. Was what she fucking drowned from passing out. I got it as more as this is actually what happened, guys. The end. Oh. But like you didn't have to set up a mystery to do I, that. I think. You're both right. I think <laughs> she. Wa- I think the filmmaker wanted it to be what Ken said, but it's actually what Audrey. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's no moment in the beginning where she goes, "This is a really tragic story," or like, "This is yeah. like a story about," like, gives you a hint that like she kind of already knows the ending, right? Yeah. That like the ending is really just actually the saddest possible story, not saddest, but that it's really about her and only her, and not about these other people. Yeah. But they don't do that. What they go is like, but well, it they could never be this say guy. that. It either. could be this guy. And it could be this guy. I don't know. You know, yeah. it just felt to me like too coy. Okay. For like the seriousness of what they're trying to say. If yeah. That, yeah. The point was to say like, or, or have them all have alibis. Like have her talk about them as potential suspects, but then clean it. That's up. that's yeah, over them up. actually not being there to kill her, right? And so mm-hmm. then we're so we find out maybe before she does that she killed herself essentially. And then she comes to it at the end as the lesson of the movie. Mm-hmm. Because that's like the journey you're saying, There is right? no lesson in the movie at the end. Like, right. you have to figure it out for yourself. Right. And there should have been. Like, yeah. If, if the point for something of, this serious, yeah, there should have been. Well, if the point of her voiceover is that she finally comes to grips with the fact that mm-hmm. this is what happened, then she should come to fa- grips with the fact that this is what yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah. Which is really not what happens. I don't think. No, she seems to, to know from the, again, the jump exactly what happened and then took us on a 90-minute journey of not telling us. Yes, exactly. That's what I got out of and it. And pretending like she didn't know, but she yeah. did know. <laughs> this is I got to say, this is one of the most divisive in a while. I like it. I like it. So, all right. So well, we're a... not there yet, but oh, I got okay, one more go thing, and then we'll do that. And we don't need to believe yeah. this. So... At the very end, they do like the montage of people talking about how awesome she was, yeah, special, and blah blah blah. And then they go, She was really funny, she was just so funny. They say it like four times, they show these clips of her being funny. She wasn't funny one fucking time <laughs> no. the whole fucking movie, no. not once. No, there wasn't a single, she was very morose, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. She was, dare I say, it, an alcoholic who was not funny, no, no, so. Or fun. Don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> Definitely not. I, I hate when they do that. Because, again, they tried to redeem her, and they didn't need to. We already like her. We've watched yeah, the she, whole movie. Yeah. We don't need you to say, oh, oh, she was such a good aunt. She was so funny. No, she was a terrible aunt, and she wasn't funny. But she was a good person. She tried. Yeah, she, yes. I didn't dislike her. Yeah, they didn't. You're yeah. right. They didn't need to say she was funny. <laughs> funny how? <laughs> She's really funny. How? Question mark. Like a clown? Question mark? <laughs> She's not been funny <laughs> this entire movie. I don't get that. And that's also a moment where they could have used real clips of like news cl- footage of her, like her sister talking about her. Like yeah. they're really trying to humanize her. 
just show like 30 seconds of real people talking about the real person. Yeah. yeah. That would have been way more powerful. Or one of her YouTube clips that... Yes. Yes. yes, which I also thought was happening at one point. Yeah, they were I, showing clips of YouTube yeah, because they, they like cut to it like it's really YouTube. And you're yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna see the yeah. real version of her, and then it's just her acting. I was like, oh, they're the actress. I was like, that's weird. Yeah, because like, why not do that? Like the whole the point. Yeah, of she movie had a YouTube like, channel to show a clip at the end. Exactly. And, and it's the point really is to like make her like humanize her. Go like this could happen to anybody. Like this yeah. is part yeah. of right. life. Like okay, let me see what she's really like. Don't don't tell me she's funny. <laughs> It's like she's fucking like Paula Poundstone by the end of this movie. I'm like, <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Yeah, I Oof, guess I don't know. They didn't want to get preachy, maybe, but also yeah, not... it wasn't preachy the movie at all. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't, and which is probably good in the end. But it, yeah. it needed to hit the theme harder if that's what they were trying to do. It just it, it mm-hmm. is mixed messaging. Yes, I agree. All right, we'll go. Okay, so on a on a scale of one to five, Pick talking heads. Oh. <laughs> What do you give this one? I give it one David Byrne. <laughs> and one, one pair of shoulder pads. One, one Tina Weymouth. Um, boy. Oh, you go first. I got to think. Hmm. Oh, my God. I should have thought of this. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it was a well-made movie. I shouldn't let preconceived notions. <laughs> no, but you I, should because it's about a real story. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't based on a true story, then fine. But mm-hmm. they're telling a real story and leaving out very interesting things about that story yeah to tell a different story which is fine but we have to judge it that i don't think it's unfair to judge it by that standard okay well i'll give it two for being well made no not well made but um yeah. for being better made than Feliz navidad which i know i gave a one that so. is that is like saying almost nothing <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ i think we can make a movie right now that's better than Feliz. oh 100 <laughs> percent I, I, I yes Okay. So You're going two? Sure. Wow. Okay. What do you give this one? I'm going to go three and a half. Oh, okay. For the same reasons. I think the acting is really good. Mm-hmm. Like, really good. Yeah. It, it's well made, even if the director is bad at sort of figuring out the movie was about. Like, the writing I, was so bad, though. Yeah. I, so... That, but the screenplays are always bad in these movies. I think that's just, like, part of it. Hmm. But the directing was good. The acting was good. Again, the, well, the directing was good in terms of the scenes and the cinematography and, like, the acting. It wasn't good in terms of the... You storytelling know. yes exactly <laughs> i mean yeah it really didn't know what it was so i i enjoyed it it was well and it was mm-hmm. hour and 26 minutes it can't perfect can't argue with that so yeah i'll go three and a half because right. i would have loved to have had the rambling one hour video from chuck peruto which is mind-bogglingly insane mm-hmm. that's not referenced or even <laughs> like it's just crazy to me it, doesn't it predates s- it so it's not the movie's fault yeah <laughs> but it should have started with that like here's this guy who looks very guilty of murder explaining <laughs> At length, though, he's not guilty of murder, but seeming even more guilty the more he talks. Like, yes. that to me is the way into this movie. And then you, we could do all this other stuff. I'll give it, yeah. Let me change that okay. because being too close to Feliz Navidad is not fair to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, think it should work the other way. It should be way, you get a higher score because it's close to Feliz Navidad, <laughs> not a lower score. <laughs> yeah, let me give it a three then. I also need to look back at my other ratings and. and I'm, I, this, no, this, this scale is, is applied super arbitrarily. Well, whoever's keeping up the Cyberbully's wiki can tell us. <laughs> okay. I I really like this. I, I give a four and a half. Wow. Nice. I thought it, it you like I have a different perspective if somebody has knew nothing about this. Yeah, that's fair. I liked how it like usually Lifetime hits you over the head with what they want to tell you, and this didn't. It's true. It's because it didn't know. And I think it kind of like left it up to you. Like, it was this. You know, what was the point of this, which I thought it was about a girl's ascent into alcoholism. I did not 
I mean, you wanted it to be the Chuck Pagano story. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that that was what was interesting about the story because there's no the story. real story. Yeah, but there's no story without him. Like, this is not a movie without him. It doesn't make the news. Like, he's totally right. Mm-hmm. So they want to make a story about alcoholism. It's fine. And yeah. we would have watched it. I would have enjoyed it. But without yeah. the fun part, like, what, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he did come out as squeaky clean. Yes. Which he, I don't think is. Doesn't seem so, no. Um, but Allegedly. He, it, it's almost like he's like, <laughs> you have to have a scene where I tell her how much I love her. And even though he had nothing to do with this. Right. But, but it, clearly the filmmakers went like, we can't cast too much inference here mm-hmm. especially when they eventually basically there was reveal. a grand jury that right. yeah, yeah, found yeah. Him not guilty. i definitely <laughs> take a quarter talking head away for no philly accents <laughs> yes oh my god you know what you're right that is a massive oversight in a movie like this yeah and uh yeah i liked it though i would watch it again like if it was on i you know it's a rewatchable one of these and some of these i would yes. rather die than watch again <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. If, if it popped up on a Sunday... Like, would you rather watch this or Grumpy Cat Christmas? <laughs> that was maybe the worst movie we've ever seen. I mean, that's not even fair. <laughs> I'd rather watch this than, like, Arson Mom. I think I think what we need to do is just have a bonus episode where we just rank them. <laughs> okay. We've got 50-some now. We just, we just need to have some scale here to understand how they overlate. Okay. Yeah, you guys need like a big board, yeah. like a draft. I don't know board. how these who's yes. gonna rank these. You can be our Mel Kiper. Yes. Yeah, I don't know who like <laughs> who's gonna be the twelve five upset. Yeah, I mean, like an arson mom upset like sin of innocence. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I can remember ten of them to be honest. But like, I I, I have to look at the SoundCloud occasionally, so I do remember the names, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily remember. Anything like, sound of fear was better than this, probably. Yes. Baby uh, monitor? Yes. Colon? Colon. Correct. Mm. Yeah, I would agree with that. But, but not much. This would probably be a five. But that rank, movie leans into what four. it is. Like, it, yeah. go, it goes like, this movie's called Baby Monitor, Colon's out of fear. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be bad shit, right? Like, it, be, it would be like if the baby monitor was not in the movie and there was no sound of fear. <laughs> it was just a movie about how you need to take care of your kids more carefully. <laughs> right? Like, like, there's real dangers in the crib. Wouldn't you be so disappointed? They're just like, well, this is like a flammable blankie. Like, we got to get rid of this. <laughs> okay. And, but in the background is like this murder going on. You have no idea. You know, This metaphor being... shockingly works. But yeah, I'm not impressed I, by this. Yeah, I'm an award-winning instructor, guys. I'll never forget. I got thick on my feet. All right. What else you got for us? All right. What else, what else do I got for us? Hmm? That's a great question. First, I need to write down that. Okay. Cash rules. Word up. Super fives over here, baby. Word up. Super fives. Bitch got garbage down the way. Word up. Cash rules. Everything around me. Cream get. Yeah. Check this old fly shit out. Word up. Cash rules. Everything around me. Cream get the money. Here we go. Check this shit. I grew up on the crime side. The New York Times side. Staying alive was no job. Second hands. Most bounced on. Silly, silly man. All right. Start with Celebrity Net Worth. <laughs> the All rustling. two pages. The rustling. I know. I didn't take a lot of notes because, you know, it, this is like the problem for cyberbullies is that it's too well made. <laughs> it is. <laughs> right. It, it, it was, but still crappy enough that I didn't totally enjoy it, but mm-hmm. not enough to criticize. So 
but we did get into some good stuff about filmmaking, which I thought was enjoyable. <laughs> so we're going to start um, with a big category. We're going to do it in two parts. Uh, actors with two first names. Oh, okay. So Jason ah. Patrick. Sure. Okay. So we're going to do uh, the Ham and Egger class, and then we'll do the superstars. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, we'll just go through one by one. <clears throat> Adrian Brody. Mm. Mm. Now, some of these I know are stage names, whatever, but you know, I didn't whatever. like doing the research. Hmm. I thought he was interesting because he's like, yeah. disappeared, basically. Yeah. So does he have enough money where he has, he has real fuck you money? Right. Oscar winner. He's now in a like an Amazon show. I saw yeah. like today. He's in a. It's a Stephen King story. Jerusalem's Law. I think he's in. Right. Oh yeah, one of those. Yeah. yeah. Guests always go first. Well, you're not a guest anymore, really. I mean, no, I she's am. now part of the show. She can go whenever she wants. <laughs> um, I mean, this is tough. I think this one's hard. I, I thought this was hard too. I was in, in very surprised. I have an answer. Yeah, I mean, I don't even bother. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I could be way off on some of these are really hard. I'm going to go 12 million. I'll say 10. 10 million? Yeah. No way. Wow. <laughs> All right. That's not going to happen twice. I am. No, that's shocked. No, I, I think that's. I was shocked you were that close to 12, to be honest. I was like, I, I, I he's he like, could have been two. I know. Yeah. He seems like an idiot, too. He just seems like a guy who would just be like, have the, you know, he did that whole blackface Jamaican thing. Like, he's a real fucking weird Yeah, he's a weird guy. I just feel like he could have spent his money on, like, bizarre stuff. So, hmm. all right. Um, Joshua Jackson. Hmm. He's co- always working. That dude works. Yeah. I, I Did you watch Dr. Death? No. Mm-mm. I don't even know what it is. Oh, oh, so good. Um, so it's based on a real story that was a podcast and then became kind of like Dirty John. Um about this doctor who he, he plays like this guy who like basically fancies himself like this genius at surgery and he does like spinal and back mm-hmm. surgeries, but it turns out he is not good. <laughs> <laughs> what, is uh, this based on a true story? What, yes. Oh. So, what I, so I listened to the podcast like years ah, ago. I gotta and then look this up. What streaming hit, service? Uh, oh. Hmm. I, I know. It. I paid the five dollars to watch the whole thing for the month and then whatever bullshit yeah. they had on there. AP Bio is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Christian Slater. Alec Baldwin, weirdly, and oh, then wow. him. And so, yeah, yeah they're like the it's a main good cast, though. But like the, the secondary people in it are really good there because it's set in like Texas and Tennessee. So it's a lot okay. of like, like really good like casting of like working class people. Okay. You go um, first. I enjoyed one. it. Uh, Joshua Jackson. Jesus. Um, I mean, yeah, he does a lot of things. Uh, he works a lot. He's been on some, besides, he's been on big shows, yeah. though. Like Fringe was big. Yeah, if you get a syndicated series, you can make real money. Is Fringe syndicated? I don't I, think yeah, so. they made it to 100 episodes. They had to. I don't to. think so. I don't know. Really? I don't think so. Well, The Creek definitely. Oh, did. that did, yeah. Oh, but Jesus. I don't know if he got paid for that or Probably not. Probably not. Oh. And then The Affair, I believe, is syndicated. Yeah, probably. It's close, if not. Yeah, I think that's been on other channels. If- but he's Pretty got like sure. he's always got like three or four things going. But he's not is, a main character in that either. But he's like in he had a bunch of he had a run of movies there. He probably got paid a little bit. Yeah. All right. I have, I have my number. I'd be curious just to see like his IMDb. I didn't even look. I mean, you just like quadrupled the number I was about to guess. So. <laughs> well, but it doesn't mean well, he's he had, been working you know, for over twenty years consistently. Twenty five. Like the, the Creek is like ninety four. No, yeah, I got it. Ninety eight. Jesus, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Oh God. Oh, yeah, you're I, right. He's already, it has to be. Yeah, he's like 43, 44. Uh, let's say 50. I think he's less. 18. Only 12. Okay. I was a little surprised, what? too. But he, it also seems like a good number. The Creek. 
Yeah. yeah, I don't think they got to Carlos. I don't think they got paid on that. Hmm. Yeah, Fringe was I, and big, WB but not was notorious huge. for being underpaid. The yeah, affair Fringe. was really big when it was all, but, but it, it was HBO it's a or something. Oh, Showtime, yeah. And he wasn't a main character, so Fringe was the only like show he, he was on, like a main character. But it was it was Fox, and it wasn't. It was probably like it was kind 50th of a culty ranked. movie, right? Yeah. And I bet we're forgetting stuff that he was just in that. I see him a lot. Right. Yeah. Right. I think he's in stuff that we watch. Yeah, he's in like what? I know he did last or one of those movies, right? He, uh, uh, he's in Hook Hand, right? No, no, he's not in that one. He's in. Um, he's in Fire Penis, the movie <laughs> based on the, the one uh, Urban Legend. Ah, loser. that's right. There you go. See, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Loser. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do? Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Three first names. He, Serial he killer. <laughs> yeah. He's on uh, Walking Dead. He's like uh, the main Oh, the main oh guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's Negan. Yeah. Oh. Oh, he's and starting he, to get Another bit. guy who's like yeah. just worked consistently yeah, he's for been 50 in. years. Yeah. But but also never really a star of anything except no. for that, as far as I can remember. Yeah, and... He had yeah. like a romantic comedy, I want to say, in, with like uh, Julia Roberts or somebody. He was in Grey's Anatomy for like a half a season. Well, yeah. The, <laughs> who wasn't? It's like, what, it's like saying they're in ER. Okay, <laughs> yeah, great. No. He was in... Uh, oh, he's in Watchmen. He's the comedian. The oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, damn, to know what his. Uh, I'll go. I'll go eight. I'll say ten. It's my default number now. Twelve million as well. Okay, I think huh. he did well on on Walking Dead. I think he's probably a producer. He probably, yeah. yeah, and it's the last season. He's become the one of the. Main yeah, they characters. can't make the show without him. Like he, yeah. he got a good paycheck. Uh, it's it was interesting. Uh, I was I was curious. What was his rom-com he was in? Anyway, I'll look it up. Oh, all right, so classics now. JTT, Jonathan Taylor Thompson. Another three first name gentleman. Hmm. Child star turned adult not star. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's a good one. Yeah, I, it's surprising. Maybe we've done him before, but I couldn't remember. Oh, I'm sure we have. But, but I was I, like, that's one I, I don't remember. It. The I, only one I remember is Tori Spelling. <laughs> I say this almost every episode. <laughs> and, 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 the famous, and Coolio. And, yeah, and, yes. the, and, the, and the famous windsurfers we did. You, you were good on that. <laughs> I'll go six. I think he's blown, blown through some of his money. At one time, he was probably at like 15 or 20. I was like four. I mean, that show was a powerhouse. Like, Tim yeah. Allen's probably 250. Right? Yeah, he's so like, yeah. You got to figure 10% of that, maybe. What did you say? Four. You said six. 16. Wow. Oh, All good right. for him. Yeah. Somebody in his life cares about him. Yeah. Somebody put that money Somebody away. Put that's, yeah. Made the money work for him. <laughs> Idiot. Wow, Jeffrey D. Morgan works, man. Oh, yeah. Holy he's in a shit. lot of shit. He's like every year, like four movies. The Watchmen wow. is on all the time. The movie's on every day somewhere. I, people love that movie. Yeah. Well, eh. people like a lot of stupid things. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He's in P.S. I love you. That's right. Okay. We did, we did. Gerard Butler and Swank. Oh, uh, like, Swank's he, in that. He's like the third guy. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Third guy in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he gets suspended. Um, Joseph Lawrence. Oh, Jesus. I know we've done this. I one. know, I, but it was still. I had to look it up because it does change. It is. It is market volatility. Mm. Has it changed since the last time? I didn't look. <laughs> I do know it can that we go down. <laughs> I mean, it costs a lot of money to have that weird haircut he has. <laughs> oh, Audrey, I'll let, you, I'll let you go first. 20. Five. Because he was bigger than JTT. 
right? No, I no? don't think so. He made he JTT was made movies. Joey Lawrence didn't. No. Oh. Okay. JTT was in like that. Uh, he had like his starring. He started a movie. Oh yeah, he had a bunch of those. Like especially as a kid, and he voiced over like a. One of I those remember none movies. of this. Yes, he's right. Are you playing his song? <laughs> no, this is. Oh, this is Coolio. I'm curious if you think this is a Coolio situation or not. Oh. Five million. So he's probably a million then. Two hundred fifty k. Yeah. Like How? I feel like for Joey Lawrence, that's his that Coolio is, situation. Yeah, he had his own show. Didn't he have an album? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So how'd that do? He, he, he was like Jeremy Jordan, but worse. <laughs> is is he next? I wish. <laughs> yeah, that qualifies. We have done it, it before, actually. If I recall correctly, he's been on Celebrity Wars. <laughs> I'm doing actors. I did not. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. There are a couple of musicians. He was in Nine Hundred Two. All right, maybe I'll look him up for a bonus. All right, last one of the of the non huge star division. Michael Clark Duncan. Mm. Again, three names. I love it. Uh, at the time of death. At time of death. Mm. Mm. Again, interesting one. Because yeah. in big movies. But not but big. Not top bill. Correct. And we know Hollywood is racist. Three, yep. as is three sexist. million. Okay. MCD. Yeah. R.I.P. I was going to say five. You're supposed to say, yeah, you know me. But oh, all right. Jesus. <laughs> five and three mm-hmm. equals eight. He's eight million. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, so now we're going to superstar division. Oh, it, it, these it, it, I gotta say these numbers are all over the place. It's kind of fascinating. So, um, Ricky Martin. Ooh. Musicians always always tough, always but he's also an actor a pro- and a producer. Been on Broadway, Broadway, in Evita. Probably produces music and, and yeah, television yeah, in other countries. Like and that's. Profit, very profitable. It's your turn to go first. I feel like he shows up as a guest on a lot of things too, um, like Mario Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean he's a Mario Lopez is the king of that shit. I yeah. gotta give him credit. I actually saw him hosting something this week. I <laughs> so did I. It was on America's Hero Dogs. It was on like it was on Channel Four or NBC or something like yeah. eleven a.m. Like I was. Yeah, I think you and I must yeah, have turned yeah, yeah, yeah. the TV. Saturday at eleven a.m. is like his fucking wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I'm gonna say, it, it, I feel like it's gotta be big. Mm-hmm. Um, 150. Go. 75. Oh wow! Split the diff. 120. Damn. Okay. I was gonna say S the D, but I don't want to. Uh, Elton John. Oh. Oy. I like when these get when these get to this stratosphere. It's just I'll go it is more guesswork than three hundred million. I was gonna say two fifty. Five hundred. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, he wears a brand new tracksuit every day. <laughs> yeah. So keep that in mind. He buys a brand new track every day. <laughs> uh, um. Bradley Cooper. Okay. I thought this one was maybe the hardest one because hard, he's yeah. very famous. Yeah, but, but like, when did he really get paid? Ten years he's been around, really. Yeah, like because Hangovers '09. Yeah, and he was on TV before that. Yeah, but not like. But he was like a supporting player, like. And he was in like uh, Wedding Crashers, but he was a. Right. This, this is what I'm saying. Like, when when did he really? He get got paid? paid the sequel to Hangover. Yes. Uh, agreed. 
Yeah, because Zach Galifianakis always says like he didn't want to do that movie, but then they paid him like thirty million dollars. Right. He was like, "Yeah, that I never yeah. have to. I literally could never be in a movie again. It's great." Which I don't think he's actually been. Right, in it's your turn. Since. Is it your, your turn? Well, he yeah. just said he got paid thirty million for one movie. Well, I believe that's Gal- right. Yeah. So he's probably not too far behind. Oh, yeah. But yeah, oh, okay. Cooper's probably more. If anything, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think you're trying to throw me off. So I'm just gonna say, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm helping. Thirty million. It's hip to be the, the one Eight, number. It can't 80. be eighty. One hundo. No, million. how? I think because he was in Stars that... Born. This was absolutely oh, yeah. shit. I forgot just about printing that. Money. He got yeah. paid for um that movie where he becomes smart from the pill. Um, Limitless. Limitless. Because he was a star with that. Give me that pill. Yeah. Limitless. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Star is more. He just yeah, raked he raked because yeah. they they had a soundtrack. Which, yeah, he wrote a song on it. Yeah, and I think right there he made probably thirty mil just off that. Yeah. Um, Matthew Damon. Oh. Mm. There are a lot of these two name guys. There's this. Could literally two, do this forever. Two twenty five. Okay. Okay. Might be a little aggressive, but he produces a lot. What was Bradley Cooper again? Hundred. Hundred. Okay. Um, 200. 170. Okay. 170. All right, we'll go quick. Michael Douglas, speed round. Oof. Mm. 250. He's been around, what, 50 years, 40 years acting? Early 70s, I'd say. 50 years? 300. 350. Damn. Remember, he produced movies, too. Yeah. So he produced One Full of Cuckoo's Nest. Mm. Oscar winner. Oscar winner Michael Douglas, acting yeah. and producing. I like Michael Douglas. Hugh Grant. Mm. This mm. one, this one, I think it's tough. British people are always tough with the tax system. Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him. I don't. I mean, yeah. He's I mean, I don't think you're his demographic number one, but also, who, who cares? Yeah, he's true. one of those guys. Like, yeah. Oh. He was so big, like I know, yeah. in the '90s, he's pumping um, out rom coms. How much oh, does yeah. he spend on hookers? Yeah. I mean, they're good hookers. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, Se- 75. 150. 150? Yeah. Huh. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. Yeah. They don't pay taxes. You're right, though, about the taxes, though. <laughs> no, I think he got hammered by taxes. No, that's yeah, what I mean. The British like... people, it's very, it's always it's always a consideration. They're always they less. They're always much less. Yeah, if they that's why I, was, I thought 175 was high. Yeah, I think Elton John has all his money like in the Bahamas. Like he's not, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Bill Murray. Mm. Mm. That's my turn. Or is it your? I, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I want it to be high. Does what he wants. Yeah. He does seem like he has fuck you money. Yeah. But he's also just a fuck you guy. Like, I feel like he, he, he would have $12. And stuff he wouldn't care. Yeah. He'd do the same thing. He'd be sitting in the bleachers at cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's like in Brooklyn all the time. He just shows up at bars and shit. So. Uh,. Probably spent a lot too. He did. He does own part of a minor league baseball team. Yeah. I'll go one seventy five. I was gonna go two twenty five. One eighty. Yeah. All right. You're you're, you're warming to the <laughs> getting there. Kurt Russell. Oh. Again, these are. I think these are just so hard. The length of the career. He's another. We get into the Ed Asner rule. Are they tapping into it now and not making as much? Because oh, he has his partner makes just as much as him yeah yeah i think you got to think of him independent i know but he doesn't have to spend money yeah it's true they're splitting these monstrous houses and yeah yeah 
I'll still go heavy for him. 200. Mm, 180. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know. This is the, the, oh. horror, the, the fire truck made me laugh. Uh, you said 180. You said Two. 100. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. This is what I mean. Like, I, okay. Something fishy there. Yeah. Maybe a divorce in there we forgot about. I don't think so. Maybe. In their early 70s. They've been together for 40 years. Yeah, I guess that's true. Last one, Bruce Willis. Oh. Return of Bruno. Never forget. <laughs> from, this from, fucking from, guy. From, from the Philly I know, area. I know. I, th- I figured it was the perfect crossover. Damn. South Jersey zone. What do you think on this one? I was going to go high. He's just such a dick. Like. And, and he is a guy who has been divorced, so keep that in mind. Yeah, oh, yeah. Only and, once? Only from I Demi? Bet, Demi? I bet more than once, but I don't, I don't know for sure. I, I Probably if he was... And it's not like she it. needed his money. Right. But you never know. I bet he was married in like 1985 and then mm-hmm. before he got really super famous or at least super rich, probably famous. So she got a lot of it. I think he's probably less than we think, but that's just my gut feeling. Like, doesn't he seem like he should have like 250, but he yes. doesn't. And he had like, hmm. he, he's hard to tell too, because Again, once you become part of those franchises, you make money every way. I know. Diarda is on a lot. But he, All of them but he made on. a lot of stinkaroos, too. Like, yeah, Hudson Hawk. You still get paid for those, though. Yeah, but I bet if you're producing, you might lose money Color on Knight. it. Oh, Call of Night. 1994. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. God damn it. I'll go 125. Should be 225. Okay. I was only going to subtract like 10% off that 225, so 200. 250. You were right the first time. I know. I was surprised. on to it. I don't know. He's the guy. I guarantee he doesn't do anything, that guy. He hates everything. Yeah, no. And he's like terrible to work with. He just sits in his house and he complains. Yeah. I guarantee that, right? Yeah. Does he go anywhere, Bruce Willis? So he and I are that different. (laughs) (laughs) We're just like 250 million different. Right. (laughs) All right, last category, Philly division. Mm. Oh. Do famous, one Philly athlete from each of the major f- sports teams. Okay. And then one wild card. Okay. Michael Jack Schmidt, third baseman, Hall of Famer. Do you know who Mike Schmidt is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, how is that a first name? No, we're just in Philly now. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you thought you had me. Yeah. I don't know contracts. Yeah, it sports is always sports hard. Is and it was insane. before the mega contracts. And he's still, he's an announcer, so that yeah, tells you he he's needs working, money. Yeah. I mean, he got taken off the I'll air go... recently for, for the sensitive yeah. remarks. I'll go. <laughs> Shocking. A guy from Kentucky or whatever. Four Ohio. million. Okay. Ten. It's my new default. 1.9 million. Mm. Oh. Yeah. That's, That's it? kind of surprising. That's really surprising. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh no! I'm sorry. I read the wrong one. <laughs> I I looked I looked down the wrong line. Twenty million. You were right. Oh wow! Uh, big number. Big number. Huh? There you go. It's kind of surprising to me. Yeah, I was surprised it was that that big a number. Maybe he had one big payday in there or something. Maybe. But... Allen Iverson. The answer. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I don't think he has. Any this money. is yeah. tough. This is the toughest one. I, I think. think he has. I think he's in the red. <laughs> the coolio. I mean, the fact the fact that he's doing these commercials for I don't know if you get these, but on like the Mets thing, no. the constantly he's doing the like sports book ones. I think he's broke, oh. honestly. 
it's it's not what you think. It's what Celebrity Net Worth thinks. No, it's true. Through their highly secretive yeah, algorithm. Sci- scientific formula. <laughs> it's the alchemy of net worth. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go one million. I'll go 500,000. One million. Yeah. I was a little surprised. Broke, I thought it would be man. lower. I remember he was broke. Yes. And he owed a lot of tax money, I believe, or something. Oh, yeah. No, he definitely owed money. And he might have just declared bankruptcy, and that probably cleared, cleared right. the decks. But yeah. Yeah. John LeClaire, former Philadelphia Flyers Ooh. forward. Oh, God. This is like. He was around for a long time. He played a long he played time. A long time. Canadians he... probably retired 2002 or so. 2000. Yeah. Before the analytics kind of took over on the old guys. Yes. Kicked them out of the league. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I'll go five for him. He just because I'll just say he played forever. Yeah, he played fifteen years at least. I would say. Yeah. But didn't make the big money probably. But does he have John Leclerc's Lacar? <laughs> <laughs> and you can he's like you know like Mario Andretti right like right go, yeah. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I'll say I can't say the same as him, so I'll go six. <laughs> Thirty-six million. Whoa! Oh. Good for I, I, him. I was shocked. Holy shit! Then I remember I bought a package of John Leclerc Claire's today. <laughs> there you go. See, exclusively at Trader Joe's. <laughs> Donovan McNabb. Oh. Now we've he, had a wide range of numbers here, so this is uh, he this made is... a lot of money. I think. Mm. I think he got a big payday from the Eagles too. I'll go. Yeah, he probably had a guaranteed money. 75. I'm going to say 50, but now that feels low. I think 75 might be high, so I think... All right, let's see. (laughs) Two saying... 50, whatever. 35. Yeah. Okay. That seemed about right to me. I thought he got a huge, like, one of those big contracts, but... He did. But how, much, get but how much was guaranteed? That's always a, that first contract is where you make like thirty million off yeah. the top that is guaranteed, and after that, yeah, it's, true. It's, it's he maybe had one more. Yeah, football doesn't get paid as much now. They do, but yeah, the quarterbacks. I mean, you know, he probably did pretty well in endorsements. He's one of those I can yeah. imagine. Oh yeah, his like, his mom on Campbell's suit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, the Philly fanatic. <laughs> now, as an entity, the man who plays the Philly fanatic. Oh okay, it's the same guy. Like, what do you mean? Like, forever? Like, since Yeah, it's 80s? been for a long time. Yeah, for a very long time. Really? Yeah. If he's in seven figures, I'm going to be really upset. Really? No. I mean... I'll go 750000 You said he's been around for 20 oh, years. Uh, that means he's going to, to fucking Jamiroquai. You don't know what I'm doing. I'm preparing. I'm prepared. God damn. I have to do. I have to do something to throw you guys off. The guy that plays the Philly fanatic. Correct. The guy inside the suit. Okay, is the same guy for the past twenty years. At least the baseball clown. I'm still. I still. Still gonna say. I don't know what's a higher low number even here. Right? Would, would like a hundred million be too much? I don't know. Yes. I think a million is a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. It's a fucking mascot. Yeah. Nobody likes mascots. <laughs> it's, I gotta say, it's two episodes in a row now. We've talked about masks. <laughs> I've just okay. I I hope he's having a good life. So two million, one point nine million. Oh, that was the one. Yeah, I know. You guys totally forgot. I didn't remind you yeah. that that was a number. 
All right, very quickly, very quickly, we're going to do. Hey, this is radio station WSKEE. We're taking calls on So out of that last group, who's the tallest, who's the shortest? Yes. Can we quickly go through them again? Yes. Does the Philly Fanatic count? Yeah, yes. just in costume. I, I, I have a height. I don't know whether it's the man or the costume. <laughs> I think it's the costume. I hope, yeah. I think it's the Wikipedia. Seven foot two is probably. <laughs> well, we'll see. Well, then he's number one. Okay. Oh, wait. We said we had basketball We got player. Schmidt, Iverson, Leclerc, McNabb, Fanatic, comma, Philly. I'll go. F- do you agree the Fanatic? I'm going to say tallest? the Fanatic's the tallest. Okay. Like probably 6'7". Okay. Yeah. And then Iverson. Okay. How tall? The answer is 6'1". Oh, I have to actually give numbers? I'm just... No, nah, I just want to know. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's 6'1". Okay. Or five, like for six foot. He's short for basketball. Well, then Leclerc could be taller. Yeah, Leclerc's but think yeah. a big dude. Pretty sure. Hockey's tough that way. Skates. Yeah, make but it. I think yeah. he's. But hockey players are big. Yeah, yeah I think they're he's, typically. Big. I don't think he's shorter than six foot. Yeah, no. So if Iverson's that short, I would put Leclerc on top. And Jack Schmidt, Michael Jack Schmidt, is tall-ish. Baseball's hard for me. I'm pretty sure he's like lanky and six one or six two. <laughs> Can you let us know? I, 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 the answer is the shortest. Okay, you were the Philly fanatic. So, yeah, yeah. so uh, uh, tallest to shortest. The Philadelphia Fanatic, <laughs> six foot six. Okay. Nice. Inch off. John LeClaire, six foot mm-hmm. three. Okay. Michael Jack Schmidt, six foot two. Ah. Yeah. Donovan McNabb, six foot I two. I forgot about him. Mm-hmm. Alan Iverson, six foot even. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I think yeah. we did well. Yeah. I didn't think it was that difficult, but it was fun. I want well, you don't have to shit on her. Now, one, <laughs> split. Okay. one bonus. So during the movie, she refers to her former, um, uh, I believe, former cat named um, Snuffy. So how tall is Snuffleupagus? Oh, eight feet. It's a good guess. No idea. Eight feet. I'll go nine. Eight feet. No, exactly. Oh, my God. You nailed yeah, it. I, I got to give it to I you. Could, yeah. I feel like that lived in my head for some reason. <laughs> like that's taking up knowledge I could be applying. Yeah, you said it immediately, which to kind something of something useful. It, it, I found it wildly disturbing. <laughs> your eyes rolled back into your head. And you just went eight feet. <laughs> <laughs> and just for fun, you probably don't know what this is, but W. G. Snuffy Walden, who is a television composer, com- famous for the West Wing theme. I was gonna say, I think I've heard this name. I um, don't know this what do you name. think his net worth is? I had to go to a not off-brand site. He wrote the West Wing, and theme. he's written a ton of TV themes and does TV music. Okay. Now, this is an off-brand site, so just keep that in mind. Off-brand, hmm. So CNW, I think, would be di- a different number. <laughs> you mean PCW? Um, Seven million. See, I padded this episode thing. We wouldn't have enough to talk about, and it's as it's, it's long as usual. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm going to go... How much money would you get every time one of your shows plays your theme? Great question. When your shows are constantly on TV. And that was on Netflix, too. I don't know if he gets a piece of that. but You have to think so. $20 million. $11 million. Okay. I was going to say that. 11 Okay. <laughs> there you go. All right, guys. That was Celebrity Net Worth and uh, we have, Celebrity Height. We, of course, don't know what we're doing next. I don't know, Audrey, what do you got on, the, on well, tap? Well, thanks to Kenny, we got um, uh, something about a hurricane. <laughs> something about a hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> something, 
something. You texted us. Oh, oh yeah. It was like a string of movies. It was like a series. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Psycho Hurricane, Psycho oh, something. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, I mean, given Hurricane Ida, right, we should stay in the news. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, let me <laughs> find it. Cyber movies are nothing if not topical. <laughs> they, they, they... <laughs> I DVR'd them here. just for... Oh, no shit. Yeah, just, it was new. Uh, Psycho Yoga Instructor is what you texted oh, us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Psycho Storm Chasers. No, we have to do Yoga Instructor. <laughs> okay. That's, that's the most lifetime version of that. But then you texted us on Friday. Oh, I texted that Jack A movie. Yeah. The wrong cheer captain, which I'm totally in on. Well, that that's a that's part of the series that we've already done. So uh, the wrong tutor. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, so, but we can continue. I think we can do September is the month of two rights. So they'll make a wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Are we doing Mactober? Of course we are. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna get the Bayou Justice. We're gonna find it. <laughs> I don't think it's a real movie. It's a real movie. <laughs> If we're doing, if it is, we got to do it next. Yeah, or we'll do it next. Mactober. Oh, um, yeah. So psycho yoga instructor. So we'll do psycho yoga instructor. Yeah. Or do we want to do? No, I think we have to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we have to. I DVR'd it. I was just gonna watch it for fun. I'm like, no, they're gonna make and me it, watch it again. We know it's available. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unlike this BitTorrent movie. <laughs> hey, you know. I know, but I mean, it was good quality. Yeah, it was clearly yeah. a good rip. I yeah. think. I mean, it's new. When we decided to watch old. it, it was available, and then it's well, one of those by the time we got time. around. So, you know, it is what it is. Guys, it is what it is. All right. So, for all right. All Audrey, right. Audrey Lee, Dr. Kyle Reesmandel, this has been another episode Why of, don't I of get a doctor? Dr. Audrey Lee, doctor, because <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I don't want to be the only not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a doctor, all right. Yeah. Mm. And none of us can save your life. Doctor of nonsense. That's true. Uh, this has been another episode of the Cyberbullies. Manu. <laughs> On the next Cyberbullies podcast. Starring Ashley Wood Garcia. Is this the life you imagined? Brady Smith. The meeting went longer. And I had to make a conference call from the car on the way here. So. And Panos Flahos. I have two types of students. The ones who come to me to escape their schedules. And the ones who come to me to escape those who live and die by their schedules. It's Psycho Yoga Instructor. Available on the Lifetime Movie Network. It's at Natterar. Natterar? Yeah. They're like, oh, it's rarer than backwards. I'm like, uh, okay. That, 